Blog Talk Radio. Show on this Monday afternoon, February 8th, day after the Super Bowl, Chinese New Year, currently 36 degrees. Glad to have you guys on board wherever you are and however you may be. We appreciate you listening right here in New York, New York, right here in the Man Cave. A lot of things to dive into today. It's all pretty much a recap of Super Bowl 50. A little bit of the NBA, a little bit breaking news about the NBA. Because doing the show is so weird. Doing it so early is kind of weird because unforeseen circumstances. I have to get into work a little early today instead of the normal. I'll, I'll be off on a Monday, but um, I had to audible out of today's um, shift and uh, be there at 5 o'clock. So it's different not having that day off and you could just relax and just write until the very, very last minute because the sports news and everything just changes so rapidly and quickly. Who's retiring, who's not retiring, breaking news stories. So I like writing up to the last very, very minute. So as I'm writing the show today, I'm like, oh man, this just happened? Really? He might retire? This is going down on Raw tonight? So it's just it's kind of weird doing the show so early because a lot of the news and stuff breaks around this time of the day. But I'm um, glad to be here nonetheless with Dave as well. So, recap Super Bowl 50. All of a sudden, you for Dave and Sports Talk Show. Live call ins at 661 449 9904. Email is kbs com. On Twitter, KDOA79. We're also on iTunes. Go to search, type in the Camp for Dave and Sports Talk Show. Google at KBM79. Pinterest, and also Tumblr as well. So, I don't know about you guys, but I just kind of have a weird feeling today about this whole Super Bowl thing. 
This is a weird, empty feeling. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I'm an Eagle fan. Dave's a Giant fan. But it was just kind of weird. Kind of weird from the get-go. I don't know if I don't know if the, the game was too big for Carolina and the, and the Panthers. Sure seemed that way. All the pizzazz, the pump, the pageantry, the celebrations for the first down, giving the footballs off to the kids, the dab. Like there was just it was just flat throughout the entire game. Just, you're just waiting for that moment. Carolina Panthers seized that moment because Peyton Manning would just give them the football up, little fumbles, little picks here and there. But every time the Panthers got the ball back, it was either a drop, an incomplete pass, a lot of third and long, third and long, third and 12, third and 10, third and 15. And the Panthers aren't known for those, you know, conversions of third down throughout the season. They just couldn't run the football. So they became one-dimensional because Cam wasn't – and the receivers were dropping the ball is one thing. We're making tackles is another thing with special teams. A lot of flags, a lot of laundry, a lot of penalties. Get to the zebras later on. But that, that was that was one thing as well. And after that botch call, which Mike, our boy Mike Carey, gets a lot of flack. To me, he got that call right. And I thought it was right. Not enough evidence to overturn that call. I mean, it, the referee said it was incomplete. And I thought it was a catch. It looked to me like it was a catch. Like To me, there was no evidence to saying, oh, there was no doubt that was not a catch. And after that, Von Miller, strip sack, fumble, Ward gets it back, touchdown end zone, 7 nothing, And it was just like downhill from there. Every time the Panthers try to do something, something happened. Fumble, uh, holding, offsides, drop balls, Cam overshotting the receivers. Um, every time he ran, he ran, he was getting hit, and he was getting hit hard. And those guys made him pay, and he was wincing in pain. He was in a lot of pain yesterday. That's not like Cam. Like the joy factor wasn't there from the get go. It just wasn't there. I just it just felt weird. Like it just wasn't there. Nothing was really there yesterday. Von Miller with his presence being felt. Peyton Manning and I said this on my Facebook wall too. I mean we said this too. When America picks one team, the other team actually wins. And the whole Broncos thing too. Broncos versus Patriots. You saw that everybody picked the Patriots and what happened? Broncos won. Yesterday country picked the Panthers and yesterday the Broncos won. And that was kind of scary. I said. The only way they're going to win this game on my Facebook post before the game is if Von Miller and Ware got to Cam Newton and made him feel uncomfortable, and they did. And that was the game because it became one-dimensional. Every, everything rests on Cam's shoulders. He had to run the ball, to catch the ball, to do everything. He can't do everything by himself. Special teams that blunder, guy didn't call a fair catch. To me, it looked like an interference, like he got grazed, but there was no call, and the Panthers never tackled him when he went 61 yards the other way. And if, to me, if the Broncos were up about 10, 13 points and Carolina Panthers have to play catch-up with that defense, Pete Manning is just going to dink, dunk, game manager, and run, 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 pass, run, 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 pass. And that was it. That was it. And those two Tolbert fumbles, too, Cheeseburger Tolbert, those fumbles. Why even let him play after that? I would just bench him. Bench him. McManus missed field goal. Cam was missing his targets yesterday. You know, and that fumble that with a chance to be up at 16 to seven, that Manning INT. But you know, it's 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 just they just couldn't do anything. Even at halftime, they just couldn't adjust. Welcome back to the program, Dave. One of those weird games. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I just feel kind of empty t- today. I'm happy for Peyton Manning that he won. Hats off to the sheriff. I don't think he's going to come back. He's going to retire. Obviously, he's going to drink some Budweisers, relax, kiss his kids, his wife, the family, makes his rounds. But I think he's going to retire. Um, once the, the the smoke and dust clears, I, I think. Welcome back to the program, Dave. Yeah, I'm just glad it's all over. Finally, the season, this terrible season, has been capped off by a terrible game. 
So it kind of just uh, just went with the flow of the whole entire season. Just bad football, bad officiating. Uh, just you know, teams teams that uh, we thought were good just laying eggs in uh, big time spots. And uh, you know, it's just like the N- you know I say all the time at the NFL, it's whoever's hot, whoever's healthy. It's never uh, the best team that wins the Super Bowl. And uh, it kind of stinks sometimes. Not too happy with the results, and definitely not happy with the officiating and that that call that was a catch. You just kind of saw like the momentum kind of change after that, right away. And uh, definitely the zebras instilling their uh, you know putting their part into this game, trying to be in the forefront of the game, um, like always. So uh, I guess Dean Blandino um, is the catch rule really in a good place? Because obviously it's not. Because, <laughs> I mean, a catch is not even a catch anymore, and I think they need to review. I sent a lot of hateful tweets to that donk. Yes, and, uh, yeah, I hope he gets that. Um, yeah, just I'm just glad it's over. The season was just pitiful, just awful, and I'm just glad it's done. I I'm not going to be watching any. Uh, highlights, uh, anything that has to do with football, I'm done until next season starts. Uh, if it's on, comes on TV, changing the channel, I'm done. What uh, what grade do you give the NFL the uh, officiating yesterday? I mean, a lot of flags, oh right? God. A lot of offsides, a lot of offsides. The holding on Josh Norman towards the end there, that ball was way overthrown. Um, kind of questionable, you know what I mean? A lot of flags, a lot of laundries, botch calls. What about that ref, Clee Beekman? By the way, he's six and zero officiating Broncos games. Is that a coincidence, or just 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 what happened to be? I don't know. I, I ever since that, uh, I even said it yesterday when I saw that non-catch that was a catch. And uh, shout out to Mike Carey who gets all this beef, all this crap uh, sent his way. He finally got it right. He finally got it right, and uh, the officials let him down. So uh, they're the ones who actually got it wrong yesterday. I give him a. a absolute zero if i could give him negative i would too because it was just terrible for a super bowl that was just the worst officiating and Why i mean so many flags to me that that's the you're the supposed Seahawks to let these guys Seahawks play Patriots. like this is a super bowl yeah yeah that's the Seahawks Patriots games last year that was like one or two flags of that yet last year there was nothing thrown at all this was just flag after flag after flag bad calls reversals it was just brutal i'm just like here we go again and after that like after that play happened with the with the non-cash with Kachri. Von Miller came into play, and then that touchdown. And after that, it was just yep. downhill from there. Yep, it changed the whole the whole complexity of the game was changed with that one bad call. And I mean, you know, a lot of things happened during the game, so it's hard to say that one play affected you know the entire right. game. But how can you not say that? I mean, the whole game changed on that one call. I mean, you're talking about a first down for Carolina, and you don't know what happens after that. Uh, anything could happen. And the refs just they they took it to their hands just like they did all season. Uh, last season with uh, the, you know the Patriots and Seahawks wasn't that kind of season. Um, it was a, it was good football. Uh, the teams that were supposed to be there you know went you know got there without you know fifteen flags twenty flags per game uh, all season. Uh, this season that was just dominated by the refs. This is the one thing I'm going to remember. I'm not even going to remember about Peyton Manning winning because he that was the worst quarterback performance I've ever seen from anybody in the Super Bowl absolutely horrible and if he tries to come back i mean i don't know what team is ever going to give him a shot because he is done i mean that team won in spite of him they won the super bowl in spite of him he almost lost that for the uh, he was he was was doing some nonsense towards the end there like giving these guys chances fumble fumble pick 
And that defense just carried him pretty much. He made certain, I mean, a few throws. I mean, those couple of third downs, little passes here and there. But it was just becoming a game manager, right? Third and nine, third and seven, just run, 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 and just pass. That, they were just not even taking no chances. They just let that defense do, do, their, do their thing, and then that was pretty much it, the whole game. Yeah, uh, I mean, essentially. So I, I just hope uh, hope he just takes it, uh, you know, goes out like a champ because uh, if he comes back, it's not going to be not going to be pretty. He had an awful season the entire year. Um, they're Nine only in their position. Passes. Yeah, they're only in this position because of uh, Brock Osweiler being able to, you know, continue the momentum of the team and right. the uh, defense. The defense. This was almost like a Trent Dilfer, Dilfer situation with the Ravens. Yeah, Ray Lewis got him that, that Super Bowl run. But Trent Dilfer actually had a way better game than Peyton Manning, <laughs> though. So, you know, it, I feel kind of wrong comparing the two. But Trent Dilfer had a way better game than Peyton Manning. That game was just – it was just awful. It was awful to watch. You know, you see these two teams, you would expect, you know, really good quality football on both sides of the ball for both teams. Right. And, uh, you know, a real competitive game. A lot of people thinking it was a blowout, going to be a blowout, but – I mean, it was just awful. I mean, it just looked like one side of the ball um, dominated, which was the Broncos' defense, and it just slowed down, like you said, making them one-dimensional, and they're not that one-dimensional team. I don't know what Tolbert I, – I would just send them – kick him out of the league. Cheeseburger. That, yep. I would, I would, that that was, I was livid. He I was disgusting. Livid. livid. He is livid. disgusting. When your belly causes a fumble, you have issues. You have problems. Why, why like, I just don't understand. the football with one hand? These guys, one hand football. It's not a basketball. I'm, I'm yelling at a TV the entire game. Two hands, two hands, two hands. Like, it's just horrible to watch. Why was he even back in the game? I would have benched him after that. The first fumble, I would have benched him after that. It, it was just a joke. I think he was only out there because uh, Stewart was kind of hurting a little bit. And uh, they couldn't get that game, get their running game going at all. It was just, uh, it was just ridiculous. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, I didn't see much of... I, or any of Artis Payne. I don't know what right. happened with I, that. I didn't know what happened with him, yeah. I was waiting uh, for Whitaker, him. I think Whitaker was out there a few plays. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Stewart for a few, and then <laughs> Tolbert. That was just a joke. Uh, they they just came out Two flat. fumbles? You can't do that, yep. man. Two, you can't do that. Um, They're so used to coming out with those leads, you know? Right. Coming right. out 21 yeah, nothing, 21 nothing. Uh, yeah. 14 nothing. Never looking back, yeah. Yeah, never looking back, and they was just, they were being humble yesterday. Who, what does it do for Peyton Soup for his uh, legacy? I mean, he's tying Eli. I think Eli's happy now. He's got two rings. The Manning brothers got two rings now, and um, Peyton Manning, by the way, ties John Elway and Terry Bradshaw third all time with 14 postseason wins. Um, oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Now he's the oldest to ever win a Super Bowl. Manning brothers have won four out of the last ten Super Bowls. Peyton and Eli, um, pretty impressive. So, what does this do for Peyton's legacy? You think? Uh, in time, I'm sure it'll. When we the details of it. Yeah. yeah, when we forget the details of this, we'll, you know, it'll help his legacy definitely. But as of right now, you know, the day after seeing how absolutely horrible he was the entire year and how basically he was just taken for the ride, essentially. I mean, he didn't really impact the game at all uh, in a positive way. He definitely impacted it in a negative way and made that defense have to work way harder. Uh, to keep uh, keep the Broncos ahead in that game, and uh, you know you got to give it. It's a championship's a championship, whether uh, you do well or not. You know, there's a few performances in the past that you know, like Ben Roethlisberger didn't have a good game one of his Super Bowls, and you know we still uh, give him the championship for that. Tom Brady, uh, his first Super Bowl, 
uh, run was not too not too good for him. And, uh, you know, we give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's still a champion. So I guess in time, we'll, uh, you know, just eh, it's another championship. He won two championships. Yeah. But uh, pretty, pretty bad. I mean, I thought he would definitely come out just thinking, you know, maybe it's possibly his last game. I just felt like he would have played a little better. It, it was just... It's kind of that sad field. to watch yeah, him go out that way. That field was a little, a little sideways, too. A lot of guys were slipping and falling on that field. It was just horrible. I mean, this is only second year in Levi Stadium existence, and that grass was just brutal, man. Like, guys were slipping and falling everywhere yesterday. That didn't even help either. Yeah, I believe that was the third time they uh, – right before this game was the third time they've changed the uh, the uh, field yeah. this, uh, this season. So, obviously, something's going on wrong over there. What do you make of Josh Norman? His play um, on, on on Thomas, he seemed like he had him in check. Was that a holding on Thomas? Yeah, on, on Josh Norman yesterday towards the end. Um, it was close. I was looking at the yardage. It, it looked close within five yards, maybe a little out of five yards. But then that wasn't a catchable pass, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, that's that sailed way over him, and that's what mm-hmm. kind of um, I was questioning. I don't know. Uh, it was close. It was definitely a close Because that play. was third down. That was third down right there. So they yeah. got to kick a field goal at least, you know? I mean, either way, regardless, it would have been a two-possession two game at right. that point. So the game was was over by then. And uh, I don't think that penalty really mattered much, especially the way Carolina was move, not able to move the ball. Right. So, yeah, it, it, it really wasn't a big deal. I don't think that play was made any impact in the game. Uh just made – a different kind of two possession. I mean, instead of 24, uh, you're talking about what, 19, 19 to seven. So right. uh, yeah, Panthers couldn't still couldn't move the ball. So uh, that missed field goal yeah. hurt them real bad too with Gano. Right. Um, Gano, I yeah. just had a feeling the second he went out there, I said, watch him miss this. I'm like, this is just the kickers, just a, kickers man, all year, all year. Me too. I had a feeling too. And it's all not year. even just a kicker thing. It's just the, the, the feel that ever since that, you know, the call, the uh, non-catch call, they just did not have any momentum. It, it just felt like negative energy um, right. on the side of Carolina. So right. it's like what can go wrong will go wrong for this team with the fumbles right. and the missed field goals. And it was just kind of one of those games. All the bounces went to Denver. Every time Denver lost, all the, that ball just seemed to find the, its way to another Bronco. Yeah, and uh, it was just kind of one of those games. Uh, a few unlucky bounces uh, could have, you know, a few bounces could have changed changed the game there. And uh, yeah, it was just it was a very sloppy game. Not something that I would have uh, pictured for a Super Bowl. Um, very disappointed in the uh, in the result, but even more so disappointed in just like the product, what they gave us. You know, I. I I thought the halftime show is eh, and uh, commercials were just oh, I, I was just disappointed. I couldn't wait to just get to bed. I was tired. <laughs> let me let me actually we're gonna get we're gonna get to that in a minute. So I was gonna say that bring that up. Um, under pressure, Broncos tie a Super Bowl record with seven sacks. So what happened to Carolina's offensive line? Is it the line, the blocking, the schemes? And to me, they just never change it up. Like, you're having problems in the first half. Second half, you have 30, 35 minutes, right? Long Super Bowl, halftime show, you have 30 minutes to, like, regroup. Think about it, a plan. Nothing happened in the second half. Like, blocking schemes, screens, maybe they saw, they saw something in the first half. They could have corrected it in the second half. But they just ran the same plays and nothing changed in the second half of the Panthers. I'm just kind of stunned, even right now, talking about it. Like, they were just made no adjustments in the second half. 
Well, I think the only adjustment that could have been made was if uh, they could have suited up Kelvin Benjamin at halftime. Um, it was that was the problem because you know they they stacked the box. They uh, just went man to man against these receivers. This was the first time I feel this year uh, that the wide receiving core was exposed uh, for the Panthers. Uh, the weakness, I think, that's basically the only weakness of Carolina was the wide receiving core. Uh, Ted Ginn yeah. is not a number one. That um, boy, that dude loves the sideline, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves, I was, he's catching them balls out there, sideline, sideline. Yeah, I, I mean, the same thing. I'm like, I mean, dude, Brown shows some greatness. Funches has yeah, some greatness, you gotta be, but you got to be fighting for, uh, fighting for those extra yards, man. This is yeah. the Super Bowl. You don't just give up five yards and just go out of bounds because you don't want to get hit. Um, it was just uh, they were not in it to win it. And uh, I think they were exposed. You have a great secondary for Denver. So they just went man-to-man. Uh, nobody was ever open. That gave time for the uh, seven, eight guys that they had rushing. I mean, it was just – the offensive. there was nothing the offensive line could have done. Um, and every time Cam kept, tried running, he got caught, and he got hit, yep. and he got hit hard. There's too many guys, too many guys in the box, and that was the problem. Um, not, it was very rare this year that they've uh, played against a secondary like that that was able to, you know, completely eliminate their uh, wide receivers and just cover them with for enough time for uh, the Broncos to get there. And uh, it's just, uh, I feel like the backfield let them down because the backfield blocking was absolutely atrocious the entire game. So many missed blocks by the, uh, by the back standing next to Cam. It was just, it was ridiculous. And uh, they didn't give him a chance at all. I mean, how do you have six offsides, six offside penalties? I mean, is, are they too, like, hyped up? I mean, you can't just keep on giving these guys yards. And then on sportsmanship, like, conduct as well. So you're going forward and you're going back 15 yards. And then offsides six times? That's a lot for a Super Bowl, man. I give every you one. Time. Freebie. Every, every time. Every time. You shoot yourself in the Every foot. time they had momentum. Every time they had something going, finally, they're, you know, they're, they're starting to move the ball. They go right back. Uh, right. Big penalties. And uh, that's what killed them. You know, uh, you're just giving Denver more of an opportunity. And uh, they just had to get on the board at some point. They just couldn't do it. It was just, uh, it's very sad. And, I thought, uh, um, what, I'm going to say what irks me the most is that uh, it's going to be a celebration now for all the cam haters. Uh, the greatest lives yesterday. Uh, now they have fuel for this entire off season to just uh, run on him and yeah. try to bring him down. Um, you know, with their nitty so today definitely got to touch up on that. Um, so Norman, I think had a really good game. He had a couple of times he came, he could have come up with a couple of interceptions, dropped it, a holding call, questionable um, exchange pageantries with Peyton Manning after the end of the game. Um, you know, he looked up to Peyton Manning. He said, Stuart, I think um, Bob Sanders was one of the favorite players. Colts was his team. Bob Sanders was his favorite player. And then Peyton was the second favorite player. What do you make about him crying on TV, on camera? Would he have cried on the field or just cried behind closed doors? I mean, I would have probably cried behind closed doors. Ah, even on the field, man. This is, you just had a chance. You were the favorite. You know, you, you had this whole, you're such a dominant team. You're going to go out there and just destroy him, you know? So you're yeah. thinking uh, the entire week that you're going to be on that podium holding up that tr- with the confetti coming out, um, and then just to see what happened, uh, and then to feel that disappointment that they did their job, defense did their thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, for them to do their job and the offense, you know, the high-scoring offense in the NFL, not not to be able to uh, help them out to the victory, it's sad, man. It's it's definitely heartbreaking. He's a young he's a young dude, so I'm sure he's going to get back there. He's I know he's a free agent now. Yeah. But uh, it's just, man, it's tough, dude. Yeah, he's not the first one to ever do that. You know, 
right. uh, it, it, it's, it's painful. And uh, you never know, man. You never know. Uh, it's so tough to get to a it's Super Bowl. It's not guaranteed. Like, yeah, it's not guaranteed. So this might be it. You, you might yeah. never get there again. And uh, this was your one opportunity to go down in the history books, uh, getting that thing. It's just the goal of, you know, most players. I mean, not every player. A lot of people just want their money, their MVP. But the goal for most players is to win that Super Bowl and be a champion. And uh, that solidifies their careers on top of you know, money and fame. It's sad. I, I yeah. just, you know, I, I don't blame him for doing it. Uh, closed doors on the field. It's just raw emotion. And, uh, you know, he's that guy. We've seen it all year, you know, especially with that Odell Beckham. He's an emotional guy. Wears his feelings on his sleeve. So um, you see that emotion every game. Just, you know, it came out. It, it was a heartbreaking moment for him. So I can't blame the guy at all. Well, he's going to get paid um, some, some oh, yeah. big boy money. So speaking of I'm getting paid. <laughs> Maybe they okay. can heal up the situation with Odell. I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. John Elway um, said this one's for Pat. Uh, Pat Bolin um, at home suffering from Alzheimer's. Broncos uh, owner, um, Super Bowl MVP Vaughn Miller. Speaking of getting paid, he's going to get paid. Uh, speak about him, his performance yesterday. To me, him, him, and Mark DeMarcus Ware. They, those guys were just a menace. Sort of, like we were playing Madden yesterday. Spin move, swim move, whatever it was. Those guys are just a menace to pay, to uh, Cam Newton, and they they held they held their own, and and they those hits on Cam Newton, you sure felt them yesterday. Oh yeah, I mean uh, they had a lot of help uh, with the um, with the secondary, like I said. It's just uh, they had so much time to uh, get to him, and seeing the scheme, it was just them. I mean, of course they're very talented, quick, they're monsters, but uh, I, you have to give some props here too. Because the scheme that he had, you know, set up for the Super Bowl game, it just, it was some stuff I haven't seen before. It was pretty crazy. There was that one Marcus Ware starts all the way on the right, and then you see him loop around all the way around, then and come swinging back around to hit Cam. Like, I was just like, what are these guys doing right now? <laughs> They're yeah. coming from all directions, you know, at full speed, and it was just nothing Cam could do. They were keeping him in the uh, in the pocket the entire time. Yeah. They and were spying, the spying him. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't they didn't allow him to, uh, to get out get outside the pocket and not do any damage run. So keeping him in the pocket is just a small area and those guys that quick, that fast, that strong, um they're going to get to you no matter what uh what, no matter what your offensive line does. Uh it, it's only a matter of time to get to you and um yeah, they got they killed him. I, I, it was very. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Cam hit like that um, that often in the game. Right. Yeah, I mean, tra- hurting a little bit. Trevathan and and Brandon Marshall were you know spying him so he couldn't even run. And like you said, those schemes would wait. Imagine Wade Phillips and Demarcus Weir were left for dead on the side of the road a couple of years ago out of Dallas. You know what I mean? You weren't yep. really sure if Marcus Weir was what was going to happen to him. Wade Phillips got canned. So you sitting home on the couch looking up at the skies like, man, they lost his dad. So, I mean, this is like a, a 360 for those guys, Ware and Phillips together, winning the biggest game they could possibly win in, in, in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you, it's a lot of head coaches. You know, they're not head coaching material, but they're still great coordinators. They're still great at what they do. You know, uh, he was a defensive coach all, all the time. So um, mm-hmm. he just couldn't really get it done in Dallas with the, you know, offensive ball, I guess. So... Yeah, you know, these guys, uh, they, they fail at head coach. They come back as a defense, uh, you know, coordinators, offensive mm-hmm. or defensive, and they're stars again, you know? So it's a, it's, it's good for him. It, it's not 
a nice feeling. Um, did you uh, happen to see the Twitter jab that he had on uh, Newton? Oh, no. I'm, I didn't see the Twitter <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually, first off, I'm surprised that um, Wade Phillips had Twitter, period. So that kind of took <laughs> took me for surprise there. You know, I was just like, wow. Um, I think he said something to the extent that he's like, uh, uh, da- uh, dabbing once is uh, dab once it's okay, but dabbing too many times is going to get in trouble or something. I don't know, some, some little thing. Uh, it, it was pretty funny. Um, I got I got to get the uh, tweet again because it, it was definitely uh, pretty funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, but good. Yeah, good for him. For him, uh, good for that defense. Yeah, champ. What do you what do you make of this defense? I was thinking Broncos defense last night or Seahawks D in 2013. Who you got? Um, oof. I mean, we're still three years at three years taken away. I can't believe it's three years already. Yeah. Um, um it's so fresh to wow. say Broncos D last night because it's so new in our minds, but we can't forget about that Seahawks defense. Yeah, that's. I feel like the Seahawks defense, just because I Those think they were just a, a little hitting. more talented. Yeah, I yeah. just like a, an all-around defense. Everybody, um, everybody. They played against a better team too and destroyed. You know, a that better offense. offense. Is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. This offense is great all year, Carolina, but you could see that they just were missing having you know a star wide receiver. Um, to open the game up, um, you know, and and the turnovers and the mistakes. I feel like the mistakes were a big part of of Carolina not being able to move the ball. Uh, the mental right. mistakes, penalties, so that kind of you know helped out the defense because when you're put in third and fifteen, twelve every single uh, possession, you're not going to get anything done, and you're you're playing into the hands of the defense. So I think that kind of helped out Broncos. So I, I would have to honestly say Seahawks. Um, Seahawks of three years. Three years ago were a, a little better of a defense. But, I mean, um, definitely by a, a, a small margin, I would say. Yeah, they hit harder, too. Those guys could hit, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. The secondary, Cam and, and so Thomas. Younger and, teams. Definitely yeah, younger team. much younger team. This team is a little older. But, um, yeah, this team is a little older. Um, all bought by money, that Seahawks team. I mean, these guys are all drafted by those guys. Um, you know, came out of nowhere, you know what I mean? And Pete Carroll did a heck of a job with those guys. Like you said, it's, it's a good point. These guys are older. That Seahawks team is much, much younger, too. So I'll definitely give the advantage to the Seahawks of 2013. Um, so, yeah, the Panthers, to me, just won the ropes the entire game. They are playing from behind. Run, 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 dink and dunk. Peyton Manning being the game manager. Um, fumbles by Cam, you know, interceptions, um, in, out of challenges early, the sacks, INTs, the fumbles, missed field goals. I mean, six false starts altogether. I mean, at one point, these two teams had 16 penalties, four for 25 and third down, so nobody could complete on third downs, the picks, the fumbles. Um, like you said, it's just a little sloppy. Sloppy for a Super Bowl. I wasn't expecting this at all. I mean, you have two weeks to prepare, biggest game of your life. And it was just poorly officiated penalties, false starts, sacks, fumbles, picks. Like this stuff not supposed to happen in the biggest game of your life uh, on both both teams. It's just just sloppy altogether. Yeah, it just looked like a a week week two matchup uh, when season trying to uh, work out the kinks. Uh, just very disciplined football. But yeah. Um, yeah, I wish I wish it was a better game, a more crisp game. 
you know, just seeing uh, the talent really out there. And it was just, it was just very disappointing. I, I'm still got a taste in my mouth just from yesterday. Yeah, it's it just, feels weird. I, I, just I was looking a forward game. to it. You know, two weeks, you're just like, yeah, oh, the big game. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl I don't mind Sunday. the Broncos won. Just like, just, just felt a little empty. Like, there was nothing Carolina showed me, like, a, a heart, like, guts. And like diving for yeah. those fumbles, loose ball, you know what I mean? Yeah, diving, making, you know what I mean? The heart wasn't there. You know what yeah, mean? that's another thing with that uh, that Cam Newton not falling on that ball. I just, that's I don't know what he was thinking. Right. He it almost seemed, I, I mean, I give him a doubt. It's almost like because it was third down, he mm-hmm. didn't want to punt. It looked like he was trying to recover it, uh, you know, standing up so that he could do something with the ball. But at that point, you just can't, you can't afford that turnover. Um, even if you punt the ball, you still had time for your defense um, to stop them, and then it would have been a one-possession game anyway. So uh, that was a big mental error for Cam. Um, pretty sad. I found that uh, Wade Phillips tweet, though. He said It says, uh, dab will do you, but too much dab will undo you. <laughs> oh, wow. Shots <laughs> yeah. fired. I could see yep, Wade with the yep. cowboy, the cowboy hat with the pistols in the side pockets there. Bang. Oh, man. Shots fired. Got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> oh man. Um so yeah, and all in all, did you see that tag I tagged you with Kevin Durant, credential photographer? The Super Bowl. Yeah, he likes the media now, huh? Media. Yeah, okay. what's up with that? I was when thinking about a, that. So Yeah, this is what I don't get about these guys. You hate the media, you criticize them, but then you want to be them. I, 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 I what am I missing here with Kevin Durant? <laughs> I just don't know. He's, it was I don't so know random. Had, Wasn't man. it so random? Like he's it really just there. Was, I, it really was. I, I was definitely surprised. Um, I yeah, you know, all, like, the, wow. all, all the smack about the media, and he he takes part as as media on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, that's exactly what he was doing. So it was like he was part of the media, and uh, I wonder he's going to have to answer some questions about that. I'm sure. His next game, they do play tonight, so I wonder if some of the media will uh, interview him after the game to uh, find out what's going on with that. But definitely interested to hear more from him uh, what happened there. So, pretty funny though. I, I was uh, definitely. I, I knew you'd get a kick out of that one. Um, <laughs> the streak continues. So, no NFL MVP has won the Super Bowl since Kurt Warner in 1999. So it's sort of like the coaching of the NBA coach of the year. Every time you win coach of the year, you get, either get fired or you never know make the playoffs or you just lose, flat out lose. So is this a jinx or what do you make of this? No MVP has won the Super Bowl since 1999, Kurt Warner. What do you make of that streak? Um, yeah, that's a pretty interesting streak. I, I guess, uh, I mean, in the Super Bowl, you're playing against the best of the other conference. It's definitely tough. Uh as MVP, it's an individual award, and to win that Super Bowl, you need all facets of the team. As we saw yesterday, defense for Carolina was great. I thought they were fantastic. They did their job. But special teams failed them. The offense failed them. And uh, that's why they lost. Uh, you have to be uh, at least two at least two uh, facets of the game. You have to have And uh, the Broncos had, were lights out defense, and they did very well on special teams. Uh, even though the special teams thing was – it was just weird. That 61-yard return, I just don't know what happened there. Um, that was a big, a big moment, a big oh, game changer man. there. And I just don't know what happened. I mean, they they had him uh, tackle. They they thought he did their catch. I didn't see any weight in hand or anything. Right. Um, it was just a very 
big thing. And there was a lot of errors uh, on special teams for Carolina. So you got to be, uh, you got to be rolling on, you know, all sides of the ball, um, special teams, defense, offense. So I guess it's tough for one guy to do it all. And we saw that yesterday. Cam is the, I think he was the best quarterback and best player in the league by far, but he can't do it all. You need the offensive line to protect you. You need the offensive line not to make mistakes and, and push you back five yards when you're starting to march down the field. You don't need a, a 500 pound running back to fumble the ball twice. You know, you got to have your receivers catching the ball. I love Philly Brown, had a great game. Uh, Ted Ginn, I, I don't know. He kind of uh, was absent. He wasn't the number one guy that was all season. And uh, he just seemed like he was just kept running out of bounds. He wasn't wasn't about getting so uh, if Hart wasn't in this game, and uh, you know Cam definitely paid for it, and uh, he's gonna be paying for it. I guess he's gonna be under a lot of scrutiny uh, just from uh, yesterday's game, and uh, yeah, it kind of stinks for him. But it's a great season, so you got to cap to him. So he, you know he's gonna he's young. He'll come back. 26, yeah, 26. Tolbert, two, few, two fumbles. And then the McManus, uh, create the crossbar, fumbles, picks. Good note, good um, <laughs> you know, it's just – and the, that special team's kind of weird. Like, to me, like, they thought, like, the defenders were going in for the hit and they thought it was a fair catch. I thought that the defender grazed them. That's when I told you. I was texting you, like, where was the interference call on that, 15 yards instead of 61 yards? Like, that that whole sequence is just weird. That that whole thing was just a weird, weird play yesterday. Longest return in Super Bowl history. So you can't, you can't have that. You just can't do that yet. You can't just do that. Rather than just hit, just hit him and get the 15 yards instead of, you know, get the 61 yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have if to you go, do that. I mean, if you're going back for a tackle, why pull back? Just hit him. I don't know. I don't know what was going through their minds. Uh, no, I would love to find out. I'll get interviewed and ask what happened. Yeah. Maybe Paul uh, Phillips or something would have uh, eventually for the Super Bowl game in a few weeks, maybe a month or so. But yeah, just a lot of questions. It was a very confusing game, a weird game, a lot of just weird things happening, and it's it's kind of sad for you know being the 50th Super Bowl, such a big game, a historical game for NFL. And it just uh, it, was, it laid an egg. It was not not too entertaining. I thought the halftime performance was great. I mean, you know, I know you didn't like it. I thought Coldplay was pretty cool. The whole stage colors and all that stuff was pretty cool. Bruno Mars doing some MC Hammer stuff. They had Beyonce dancing with some high heels on the grass. I, ho- I was hoping. I was like, man, I hope she doesn't fall. That grass is brutal. Why would they have her dance there and then walk up on the stage? I'm like hoping she doesn't fall. So I thought that was pretty cool. And of course, the internet wanted Janet Jackson boob clip, the whole, you know, with Justin Timberlake from back in the day. They couldn't show that, obviously, CBS. I mean, these donks on Twitter. Great half-run performers, then you got to talk about the Janet Jackson. Why didn't CBS show the Janet Jackson boob clip? I mean, you can't show that with all these kids watching the game. You know what I mean? Like, the internet, man. I, I swear. I swear. The internet. Yeah, so, man, dumb it, them. It, so dumb. Yeah, them. it's ridiculous. And it's only going to get worse. I mean, every year it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And and I think the worst part, I think, for me was having to listen to Phil Simms and Jim Nance all day. Oh, the big low T. My yeah. head still hurts. To me, hurts. Phil Simms was off his game. He was off his game yesterday. Like, he was talking, and then he would forget what he wanted to say, and he'll pause for like two seconds, and he'll start it again. I'm like, what's Phil on right now? He didn't he have was, his T. His Bigelow, someone forgot it. I was, maybe that was where the game was missing, like a like a Troy Aikman or a or give me Al Michaels too or Chris Collinsworth. Those guys are really into the game. Their calls are yeah. really yeah, 
You know what I mean? That's yeah, that it was Bill just... Sims and Nans just seemed flat, man. Just flat. But, I mean, it's flat all year. I don't know, understand what they were thinking, what they were expecting to be different about the game. Every time, you know, they had to do a CBS broadcast. It's just the same yada, 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 same monotone, uh, yeah. boring uh, uh, calls of the game. And it's just, you know, Phil Sims knows everything. He's the uh, smartest uh, uh, football uh, mind in the entire universe. And uh, Jim Nance, just uh, he uh, kind of uh, coddles him, you know. He's just uh, all about his boy Phil. And he's like, Phil, you're the man. <laughs> it's just, it, it was just bad. It was so bad. And I just couldn't take it. I almost – I wish I was – if I was home by myself, I would have muted it. I'm done. I would have just muted it because, I mean, I was just falling asleep. I was like, this is just so bad. And uh, wishing I was listening to the Spanish broadcast, probably way more exciting. Yeah. Um, the commercials I thought were pretty good. I mean, the puppy, monkey, baby commercials was pretty good. Puppy, monkey, baby. Remember that commercial yesterday? Yeah, puppy, yeah. Puppy, monkey, baby. Right. That, that commercial was pretty funny. Um, best and Doritos worst of Super Bowl 50. Yeah, Doritos had a few good ones, too. What did you like about the Super Bowl? The best and worst of Super Bowl 50. What would you like what you didn't like yesterday? Uh, man, I, I just didn't like, I guess, the worst. I have to start with the worst. I'm going to have to say... Just the the entire game, um, how the refs just affected the game, um, how, you know, in, maybe in a little way, maybe in a big way, we will never know. But right. just let them play. This is the Super Bowl. This is a, a game between two player, uh, two teams, and I want to see the players decide it. And I'm not here, you know, I'm not sitting here taking my whole Sunday uh, to watch refs. I want the refs gone. Like, get, get off my TV screen. You're not you know, the big ticket. You're not why people are watching this game all around the world. Right. Um, let the players decide the game. Let the players do their thing. And uh, obviously you have to call, uh, you know, obvious uh, fouls and this and that. But, man, the refs are always just in the forefront. This entire season I feel like the refs were in the for- in the forefront of every it's about, game. It's about them, right? We Did don't they win the Super them. Are they the it's, Super Bowl champs? Maybe the Broncos sure. aren't. Maybe sure the refs. Up, Maybe yeah. Dean Blandino is holding up that trophy right now. Yeah, sure it's, felt that way. Sure felt that it's way. It's a joke. So I guess that would probably be the worst. Um, I guess also down there, just seeing how bad Peyton Manning has regressed uh, from you know all the obviously it's all the injuries that he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's been you know only a few years ago he was lights out. What was it? Three years ago that Seattle yeah. Super, that Seattle Super Fif- Bowl season. 50 he was fantastic, yeah. Yeah. fantastic. And yeah. uh, just to see just three years later and. This is what he is now. It's it's pretty scary. Um, so that was kind of disappointing. I guess the best, um, I would say watching for these funny prop bets um, that were made. So uh, the uh, betting sites all had uh, prop bets for um, different situations, one of them being the length of the national anthem uh, for Lady Gaga. So oh, she did pretty over, good. That was, that was good. Yeah, the over under. So that was a, yeah, she did very well. That's definitely a highlight. Um, the over under was two and a half minutes. So we were all sitting there counting. Uh, had the stopwatch going to see. <laughs> I didn't bet on any of these things. Did she hit that or no? Did she hit that? She or? got the over. She went over. Um, 
Yeah, she extended it a little bit. She put her own her own spin on that thing. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, you know, during practice she was going around the 220 mark, so the under was looking good. <laughs> but see, what I don't get about these things is, you know, these people can control it. So why, what makes it that uh, Lady Gaga doesn't put like a million dollars on this bet and goes on the does the over? You know, it right. yeah, kind of yeah. could be fixed there. But uh, you know, funny things like the uh, color of the Gatorade. Uh, being yeah. dumped on the winning coach, uh, MVP. Who who does the MVP thank first? Uh, just funny things. How many times uh, Archie Manning uh, is shown on the broadcast? How many times John Elway shown on the broadcast? The Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, just funny things like that. That was kind of interesting to watch, and uh, that was pro- <laughs> it's pretty sad that that was the highlight of the Super Bowl. But yeah. and then there was a handful of good commercials that I, I liked. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I would say that, and definitely um, an epic cheat day. Got to eat whatever I wanted. Uh, yeah. Had a few uh, really good beers, so uh, that's definitely added to the highlight of uh, Super Bowl Fifty. Yeah, I mean the commercials I thought were pretty good. I'm looking at this game now, and I'm just like, and by the way, before before I check the the, the stats and everything with this game, Peyton Manning, he's got his kid, he's got his son, he's got his daughter. That kid could mean the Manning brothers have won four out of the last ten, right? That's pretty huge for the Manning, right? Manning brothers, and then their family dynasty. And me, what are the odds Peyton Manning's kid becomes a quarterback? I think it's a very good possibility. His his kids a quarterback one day. Hey, okay, possibly. Um, how old is this? He looks. He looks about five or six. He looked about around oh, that, so he's roughly got, that yeah, age. He's got a, he's got a ways to go. Uh, he's got some time. So uh, yeah, it's quite possible. You never know. I mean, uh, you like to think that um, you want to follow in your father's. Fun. Yeah, you want to follow uh, following your father's footsteps. But uh, you know, you could do what what he wants. Uh, maybe he's a good baseball player. You never know. Um, yeah. And especially nowadays with the. Uh, how this concussion stuff and how football is, uh, you know, the fight sport. You know, what's happening with that? Um, it's, um, you know, maybe in high school he suffers an injury that ends the career, you know, God forbid. But it's a rough sport to get through, especially if you start from Pop Warner, you know, hits all the way up until after college. And, uh, and if you're fortunate enough, you get to the pros. So it's a, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough ride. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's, the coaches. Uh yeah. he's gonna have uh you know, his grandpa Archie and I know his dad Peyton, uh you know, Uncle Eli telling him uh not not to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Make a lot of Toyota do commercials. Make a lot of Toyota commercials. Yeah. I'm like yeah. Eli man, uh like you need to uh get off these commercials and uh, start focusing. He was was it me or he was a lot of Eli commercials? He was on everything. I think I seen him on like three or four different commercials and then on the broadcast uh several times Man. Uh, he didn't look too happy when uh peyton won no he was I, kinda, I was gonna say that he's he like upset. oh shucks yeah he's got two yeah. now oh, okay. yeah he's <laughs> like but he's still 35 I-, I could see him getting another one he's got weapons uh if they could get that defense uh fixed up um look out too and uh carolina looked very human very human yesterday yeah, so if that's the elite uh, of the nc um you know, sky's the limit I mean, for any to me, that's that Carolina's worst we saw him yesterday, right? I mean, no one's ever made him look this bad yesterday. I mean, they had some okay games in the beginning, and then they, you know, poured it on. But uh, they look human yesterday. Like, Superman was found his kryptonite yesterday. That was it. I mean, yep. that's the worst you're going to see Carolina look. One touchdown and a field goal. And, I mean, if you're looking at this game, I mean, total yards, 315 Carolina to 194 Denver. Time of possession, 
Carolina 32 minutes, Denver 27 minutes. Turnovers, Den- Carolina had four, Denver had two. Third down conversions, Carolina three for 15, Denver one for 14. You know what I mean? So total plays, Carolina had 75, Denver had 56. So it was just the turnovers, turnovers, sacks, interceptions, fumbles, penalties. Carolina had 12 for 102, Denver had six for 51. So four turnovers, three fumbles lost, one interception thrown. I mean, that's going to kill you. I mean, it was just dink and dunk for for Denver. Field goal, field goal, field goal, run, 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 run. That was pretty much it. That was it. I just think that uh, defense was just uh, a big, big turn of the game. Uh, It's just the defense won the game. I mean, bottom line, that offense really didn't do much. Jay Anderson had an okay game. Uh, It was pretty good. He did what he had to do. Right. And uh, it's just uh, that defense, I've, can't believe that a defense almost single handedly won a game. Like it was just that incredible. I never it was just, I don't it think was, it was just like Peyton knew. I just like Peyton knew. He used to need me to make a few throws, third down yeah. maybe just a few like ten yarders, be up and then just field goal, field goal, field goal and just get the let minimize it minimize the turnovers. Yeah, minimize the mistakes of turnovers because at one point he was Peyton Man was getting hit, fumble, fumble, and then they were getting the ball back every single time. That's what I just tell, you I know was what I mean? You, right man. at the five-yard line. After, even after that pick. Even after that pick, War was running it back, and he got stripped fumble, and then he, they got it back right at the five-yard yep. line. The you ball I mean? like, always found the Broncos somehow, some way. Uh, it was just one of those yeah. games where the bounces all went their way. And uh, it's nothing you could do about it if you're Carolina. It's just you have to just kind of get over it and get ready for next year. Um, they still have a great team. You just have to uh, definitely – Resign Josh Norman because uh, that guy's yeah, getting big bucks now, big boy money. Yeah. So uh, you know they have to definitely add, look for at the uh, wide receiver threat because you know you don't know what the situation is going to be. He's coming back, but uh, you know you always want to have that backup guy if he goes down again. Uh, Ted Ginn just uh, he disappeared yesterday. Very. Uh, I wonder how many I, fair I catches that. he had yesterday. How many fair catches? Yeah, I was just like you know. It's such a disappointment that he had such a great comeback year, you know. Um, everyone, you know, he drops the ball all the time, all the negative press that he's gotten. And uh, for him to come back uh, and have such a great year and, just, you know, not show up for the Super Bowl. And just it, he just didn't seem like he had his heart in this game. Uh, a lot of the Panthers didn't. And change. This is the biggest game of the year. You work so hard. You're, you're you know, you're what, 17-1 uh, and one going into this game? And uh, you want to lose the last game of the season? I mean, I, I just don't understand. It made zero sense to me how, uh, you know, you're playing well. You play lights out against the Cardinals. Like, what happened to that team? Yeah. Um, Cardinals don't have a bad defense. Uh, so and they just were able to get it done. It's just uh, it looked like they were not into this game at all. I, maybe uh, they got to give it at the beginning sequence, um, you know, with the uh, – on catch, catch and then that defensive yeah. so it could have been uh, deflating for them. Because right after that, you think that's a catch? They're not even they had like the midfield, and they're driving instead of being all the way back, and then that fumble, and then it's a touchdown. I was just like, man, yep. oh man. Yeah, I'm like here, you know what I mean? Like just just that whole. It's like here we place, go. Yeah. Retweeting Blandino, I saw that, and then I was just texting you like, man, like how you missed that in my carry. Gets it, he calls it right. I'm like, man, watch him overturn. And the minute he's right, he overturned it. So it's like, my yep. Curry can never win. 
We were saying yep. before, like it's just I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. And then Cam is being beat up today. He's getting he's getting beat up bad today in the press. Getting right. Destroyed. Um, um, Cam Newton, like sullen, subdued before exiting post game press conference, because we all know the the game is one thing, but that press conference is another. That's part of the game. That's another thing we judge these guys on. We saw Cam all year smiling, laughing, having a good time. He only had one bad game, one loss. But otherwise than that, it was the foxtails, the outfits, the jackets, the suits, the headphones, yep. press conferences, laughing, great time. Yesterday, the post game. I mean, definitely not the way to go about doing it. I mean, you did a, he did exactly what was anticipating. Um, showed him the old cam. Sore loser, take the loss like a man. Um, we saw this before. Like we always say, takes blame for losses. Like Aaron Rodgers pouts, cries. Um, Peyton Manning, he goes out there like a loss. He like he'll be up there and taking the pepper questions. It's tough. It's hard. Cam Luton's twenty six years old. We get it. But I just didn't like the way how Cam handled that press conference last night. I just didn't like how he no. did that. Uh, huge mistake on his part. Huge yeah. mistake. Because now that's, he just that, opened that's himself. Fuel for the Everyone's out to get him. Right. Everyone's right. out to get him. From the, right. he, should, he should know this by now. That no matter what good he does, no matter uh, how well he plays or how uh, well he handles himself, people are out to get him. And it's been like that this entire season, his entire career. Entire so life, to, yes. to give him the fuel, you just give right. him the fuel to do so. Uh, now, right. not only for t- for this week, but for the, until the next season. And um, they're going to question him all next season. Oh, what's going to happen when he loses? Is he going to be baby again? Is he going to man up? Uh, so it was a big mistake on his part, uh, acting that way. Um, I know it's tough. I know it hurts. You saw Josh Norman crying. I'm sure he felt... Uh, just as crappy too. That's yeah. losing the Super Bowl is probably the worst feeling you could ever have. Um, other than losing, you know, a loved one. This is a big game. Uh, this is your career here, and uh, you just can't do that. You can't. You can't give them the fuel. Uh, the internet went crazy. Commentators um, have gone crazy. The media is going crazy. Just lighting him up. And it's, today, it's only hours after, and it's just been it's been nonstop on TV. And uh, it's almost taking over the story. You don't even hear. I don't even hear anything about Peyton Manning. It's crazy. <laughs> I thought. I thought that was the yeah, big story was going to be. I was like, Man. you know what? I I don't want to watch TV because it's going to be all about Peyton Manning, and he had the worst game a quarterback ever had in Super Bowl, and the defense is not going to be mentioned. So that's kind of why I was just turned off at. I just don't want to watch ESPN. But now, hearing is about uh, Cam Newton, and it's like you're you're not even talking about. Just won the Super Bowl. You're talking about Cam Newton's action. You guys are out to get him. I, I mean, mean, you had this Bill Romanowski tweet. I apologize for the remark. Yeah. Boy. It was not intentional on trying to disrespect others. Peace, everyone. Bill Romanowski was getting killed for Cam Newton, calling Cam Newton boy. Stephen A. Smith said, oh, damn, Cam Newton just got up and walked off the podium. Totally understand, but you still can't do that. You just can't. Hashtag man up. But Stephen A. Smith's right. And Romanowski shoots from the He talks a lot of smack, though. Hey, so Bill Romanowski has any right to say anything about sportsmanship. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. Really? That, that's him. <laughs> that, that's just him being Bill Romanowski. You know he is. You know He's that spitting guy in is. people's faces, you know, right. breaking pe- uh, uh, his own orbital bone, ending his career. What else right. has he done? Take yeah. a break. Don't you uh, preach to us about what he should and should not do. You. Paul Cam, boy, you are like not slave too. Like, yeah, boy. 
You know what I mean? Oh, he apologized. And you know what he meant. Yeah, he apologized yeah. because yeah. he knew, you know what he meant by saying that. He's getting lit up. Yeah, he's got lit up. He got lit up. But Cam can't do this. All the haters are waiting for Cam to slip up. Just one thing. And now he just yep. gave them the entire fuel for the entire offseason to look back, and we're going to talk about this every day, every day. He's not a team player. He's a sore loser. And I was telling my brother last night, too. I'm like, dude, I was looking at this this press conference. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the answers. And the transcript from the, from Cam last night, I've got it right here in my hand. Um, on this on this message, the Panthers and supporters will be back. On why the Panthers did not play the way normally play, they outplayed us. On what Coach Rivera said in the locker room, he told us a lot of things. On if Denver did anything differently on defense, nothing different. On if he can put disappointment into words, we lost. On if Denver changed anything to take away the Panthers running lanes, no. And walked off. That was it. So you gave us nothing. Two minutes of, of gas-bagging gibberish. And you you take the high with the high, but with the low with the low, it comes with life and in sports. You gotta you gotta be able to manage both. You have to. It shows your true character. That point. You, I mean, yeah, maybe everyone. Look, maybe he hasn't changed. Maybe everyone hasn't is changed. happy. Everyone. Is, everyone's a great human being, a great personality. When you're winning, when you're on top, um, you have to show something. Uh, your true character is measured when you're down or when you uh, suffer a big loss. We'll see. What you're really made of, what you're, really made of. and it's a good look. I mean, it's a shame because now we're going to be talking about this instead of how, uh, the great season he had, great se- uh, MVP season he's had, and uh, in Carolina to uh, to at a championship. And we're not going to be talking about, about it. Um, this entire off season is all about his attitude. Uh, can he win a championship with that attitude? Can he be a real leader? And um, he made a. I mean, that was the biggest mistake. He, he regressed. He went back um, five. The turnovers. Back the steps. turnovers are one thing. Turnovers happen. It's part of the game. Uh, those are minimal, mis- you know, minor mistakes compared to that huge mistake he made uh, leaving that press conference and just showing that side of himself to the media and to his enemies because now they just ate that up and they're they're rearing to go. They loved every second of it and now they just can't wait to pounce on him. So yeah. It says on losing Super Bowl 50, they just played better than us. I don't know what you want me to say. They made more plays than us, and that's what it came down to. We had opportunities. There wasn't nothing special they did. We dropped balls. We turned the ball over, gave up sacks, threw errant passes. That's it. They scored more points than we did. And then the tirade of, you know, they outplayed us. We'll be back. He told us a lot of things. Nothing different. We lost. No. Walks off the stage. Exit left. Um... In life, man, you get, you know, like the great moments, you celebrate them. You got to celebrate the bad, too. Hey, this learning experience. We're going to be back. You know, we got a lot to learn from this. They humbled us tonight. They outplayed us. They played great. They played well. You don't want to be up there, but that's your job. That's part of your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got, as a quarterback, you're the face of this league now. You're the MVP. You guys won the MVP Saturday night. You and Russell Wilson are going to be competing every year. You guys are going to be Brady and Manning now for the next 15 years. So it's. You know, like you got to take the bad with the bad and good with the good. And he just didn't handle that last night. And now you give the donks of the world fuel for the fire now. You know, and I thought he, I thought he turned a corner and he just took twenty steps backwards now. So um, he's got a man. He's got. He's he's got a yeah yeah. He's the same old Cam Newton now. Pouty, the towel. You know, swinging the head. Eyes are closing. The gum. You know, like it was just. 
he he wasn't having fun yesterday. He just no, wasn't no. having fun. You yesterday. could see that. I mean, uh, I know you can't do it all yourself, but uh, you know, and I know his teammates. A lot of his teammates let him down too. But I mean, that's your squad, and you can't do that. You're gonna lose your your locker room. You know, you're not gonna you're gonna lose your uh, team, uh, the faith the team has in you as a leader, if you uh, you know start having this attitude and just uh, you know, I don't know what happened on the field. Maybe he was like you know yelling at a few players. You gotta you gotta uh, be even keel. You can't um, you know blame blame on everybody else. You know, like Aaron Rodgers does. You know, it's everybody else's fault except his. Right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest, so he can't do no wrong. Uh, Cam's just got to, uh, he's got to man up, uh, do exactly like you said, you know, just go up there and, uh, be professional and say, you'll be back and, uh, then leave Just leave and, uh, you know, go be sad, go mourn. I mean, it's a tough loss. It's just, you just can't do that on camera and you can't disrespect the media and, uh, give this ammunition to these haters. Cause now it's just, it's going to be open season on his head. Do you compare Cam, what Cam did last night to what Belichick does? The whining, the bitching, the kvetching, the one-word answers under his breath, the can't, the Tom Brady, as well. Cam was dressed for success too. I mean, that's who was looking sharp after that game. That he was ready, yeah. you know. But we didn't see that foxtail, the shoes. We didn't see none of that. I was kind of disappointed with that. The hoodie, yeah, that, I didn't like that. But uh, <laughs> would you com- would you compare Cam's uh, exit stage left interview last night to Belichick's uh, undertone, monotone uh, jargon gibberish he gives to the media as well? Yeah, but Belichick does that with every session. You know, it, that's just Belichick. Uh, Belichick being Belichick. I think he just has this disdain for the media and just loves messing with them. So that's why he does that. Um, you know, he's kind of like that win or lose, if you notice. Um, it's always that same monotone one answer. Yeah. He just wants to be in and out. He just wants to get out of there. He doesn't care. Uh, doesn't want to talk to the media donks. Um, I would say, I guess, seeing Brady do kind of something like that, you know, not as pouty, but, you know, the quick exit, uh, answer a few yeah. questions and then, yeah. you know, do the quick exit mm-hmm. uh, that we've seen that. Um, I think he actually did that after the uh, Broncos loss. Uh, yeah. Answered a few I didn't quick hear, questions. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't and, even see that. Yeah. And left mean, really quick. It was like a okay. quick, like one minute he was out there. Wow. So, um, but, you it know, happens. it wasn't as, it wasn't pouty, you know, it wasn't the same, uh, right. you know, pouty situation that you know cam was in uh right. that was pretty bad you could see he was just i mean uh, he's 26 he, years old african-american quarterback right biggest stage of his life right so now yeah. everybody it's it's one thing the haters are waiting so now you give them more ammunition more fuel and he could have done a much much better job than that like how russell yeah. Wilson handles the media in loss or defeat Go you off. just have to think about it it's it's bigger than for him as an individual it's bigger than himself it's bigger than just football right. um you know, he transcends that because he's doing it, you know, for race. And because you know what, if, if people say racism is gone, it's not. It is thriving right now. And uh, people, you know, kind of hide it um, in different ways nowadays with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, criticizing uh, his celebrations, uh, this and that, you know, kind of hating on his success and saying he's not doing it right. Um, m- meanwhile, you have uh, Gronkowski, uh, you know, humping a ball in the end zone. And, you know, that's okay. That's funny. That's that's great, um, you know. And and I sent you a, a funny meme. Uh, well, not so funny meme. How uh, Cam, uh, you know, hands the ball t- uh, to kids and he's a thug. But uh, yeah, you know, Johnny that. Johnny football, you know, beats up uh, beats up his girlfriend several times and he all he help. needs is some help. You know, it's yeah. it's sad. Yeah. It's the world we live in. 
And Cam needs to recognize that as a leader, um, not only for his team and for himself, but for, you know, for the people, for the youth and for, uh, you know, just the entire society. And uh, he dropped the ball real bad. I mean, to have a bad game is one thing, but uh, doing that after the game, it was just really sad. And definitely I was disappointed, uh, kind of broke my heart because I did think he, you know, turned over a new leaf. Uh, he was starting to mature and he just kind of went back to where he was. And uh, it's going to be tough to, you know, on to be honest, it's going to be tough to recover from that. Um, we're going to have to see him in, a, uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to see him in a bad situation uh, and handle it well before we kind of get over this one, because obviously We've seen him happy when he's successful, but um, we're going to have to see him, you know, as happy and as positive in a bad situation uh, to kind of get over this one. Uh, definitely took a big hit, big hit to his image. Yeah, Peyton Manning, 104 passing yards, 104 passing <laughs> yards. Um, Cam Newton, 197. And a funny, funny stat, Cam Newton, seven interceptions when targeting Ted Ginn this season, including the playoffs, had no more than one interception to any other player. So that tells you, and he goes to Ted Ginn. I mean, they're zeroing in on that. And he's a deep threat as well, Ted Ginn. But um, seven interceptions when looking for Ted Ginn. So Benjamin can't come back soon enough, right? Because he's going to be a problem when he comes back. And Fun Fun showed oh, yeah. some. Uh, he showed some. Um, yeah, he looked. He, he made a some, great catch. Yeah, he showed some promise, man. He's going to be a Brown problem. too. Brown had that one great Jody catch. Brown, in yeah. that he went up. Yeah. So I, I think Funchess is going to be a, a star. Um, I know he, he's very young, uh, still raw. So he's going to become a stud, and having him as a number two with uh, Benjamin would just be fantastic. Those are, uh, yeah. He's a big guy too. Um, yeah, Ted Ginn. I don't know. Uh, I wonder. You know what? With that stat, it's interesting. I would love to find out a little more about that stat and wonder how many times it was a drop or you know, kind of like deflects off his hands and knocked Double. up into the air kind yeah. of interception. Because um, right. that would be another interesting part of that stat. Because um, you know, if it's maybe just. Uh, an interception, a bad throw by Cam is one thing, but right. we all know that Ted Ginn is one of those. Uh, he's got the dropsies, and uh, he was dropping. They know. were dropping some. They were dropping some. Yeah, Kotsuri too, right there in the chest, right yep. there, just dropping, dropping, dropping. Like I was just man, he's not helping out Cam. I mean, this guy's running around in the pocket for the rest the entire game, and he's getting the ball to you, but then you drop the ball, and so yeah. you know, they were finally exposed. I mean, that's yeah, what it was. Uh, the, wide, the weakness at wide receiver was finally exposed, and that mm-hmm. was the key to the a big key to the game. Uh, that secondary for for uh, the Broncos are just it's their lights out. Uh, they play man, and they were fine. They had they didn't need help. They didn't need to double team anybody. Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, where what happened? Greg Olson did he even show up? Was he there? <laughs> like, did he stay in Carolina? I don't know. Uh, they took all these guys out of the game, and uh, you know Greg Olson's a big part of that offense for uh, for Cam. Yeah. So uh, that was just key. They they just had a great game plan and completely shut down that offense. Yeah, no, they really did. I'm looking for the stats on Greg Olson here. I mean, uh, four catches for 41 yards. Corey Brown, very quiet. Yeah, very quiet. Fuzzy and they game. weren't uh, they weren't uh, big catches. You know, big parts of the game where they needed it. You know, like on third down uh, to get a first down. It was just uh, kind of yeah, like first I think, down. I think if one thing, if Cam was running around all day, but then in the drops, well, that's fine. But at, at least run the football effectively. If you can't do either one, um, it slides out, you know. it's just. What do you make of uh, – what I saw a lot of was Cam holding on to that ball 
way too long. Then he's taking the last hits. second. Right. So not even uh, not even holding the ball uh, on the throw uh, because that was just because the coverage was just ridiculous. It was, there was no windows for him to throw. But when he was doing a handoff, did you notice that he was just holding on to that ball like even way past after he put the ball in the you know the running back stomach? Yeah. And uh, you know looking to pull it back out and run, but uh, he did that several times and it looked like it kind of slowed up the running back. Uh, trying to get through the hole and yeah, kind of hurt. Yeah, I mean, if it was like hurt. it was like maybe a read option if he's going to run it or just take it himself, kind of like yeah, they were. They and were it almost caused one was too. almost a, a fumble, a cause of a fumble. I think. Yeah. I, I, think yeah. with, uh, I think that might have been Tolbert again. You got to be. Uh, that would have been the third so quickly, and he wasn't really making those decisions that quickly and crisply. So and that then yeah, so you're going to run, you going to hand it off, or you're going to take it yourself. And if you want to hand it off late, and it's just like the guy's right there, defense is right there, it's just not going to be a good. Uh, sequence. They couldn't even do. They couldn't like break away. Like not even a fifteen yard or twenty yard up the scenes or nothing. It was just like two, nothing. two, two, three, two. Like nothing, 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 nothing. Yesterday. Um, so hats off to that Denver defense, man. Those guys are the MVP to me. Peyton Manning just did what he could have. Pretty much. That's all he can pretty much do at this point in his career. I think he does hang it up. Um, Josh Norman is going to get paid. He's going to ride that horse. Maybe he can buy another one. Uh, Von Miller, um, no celebrations by him. He's probably gonna buy some new sh- new glasses, new shades for him. Good for him. He's gonna get paid. And um, you know, all in all, it was just a eh, eh, eh game. I'm happy that Peyton won. You know, but I just wanted Carolina. I wanted Carolina to win. You know, with Cam, but you know, happy that the Broncos won. Happy for Peyton Manning right off into the sunset. Um, you know, but we'll see what happens. I think he's gonna retire in the next couple of weeks. We'll see what happens with the Panthers moving forward. I think Ron Rivera handled himself pretty good, pretty darn good, right? Riverboat Ron, press conference. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he's he's always done that. He's a professional, you know, military guy. So uh, ex-military guy, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, you got to look at the, at the, you know, you get lost in the moment. Yeah, you lost, and it's tough. But you also have to realize you had a great season, and, and that's quite the building block for next year. Uh, you're going to be the favorite already in the NFC. Uh, you want to keep that team together, and uh, this you got to use this as a learning experience. And he saw that Cam didn't, um, but he sees that you have to uh, realize, okay, this is the game plan. This is what shut us down. This is what we have to correct, uh, so it doesn't happen again. And uh, these are the pieces we need to put in uh, in place so that next year we get to this uh, this position, we win the Super Bowl instead of uh, coming in second place and having to deal with the uh, you know the pain of a loss. So, uh, he, you know, he's got that positive outlook, and, and that was cool. Um, definitely, I mean, coach of the year also. So, um, good for him. Good yeah. for uh, Ron. And, uh, you know, got to wish him uh, definitely some luck next year. It's going to be a, a very, very difficult offseason for him, uh, especially having to deal with all this, you know, Cam Newton scrutiny that's going to happen this entire offseason. It's going to kind of overshadow the success that his team has had. So, yeah. it's he's going to have his hands full. So we'll see uh, what happens next year and uh, definitely wish him the best of luck. It's something weird about that MVP, that coach of the year thing. It just doesn't end up right. It just doesn't end up good. I don't know what it is. It's like if I'm a coach, I don't even want, I don't even want MVP anymore. I want to be in the playoff. I want to win. I don't want to be coach of the year because I either get fired or I lose the big game. It's just, it's just bad. <laughs> you just get rid of those awards. It's just bad. Bad, 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 Coming up on 12 after the hour, we're going to come back. We're going to gas bag a little bit. Some, you know, off the field issues, stories in the NFL, which doesn't surprise anyone. 
grown men have nothing to do in the, in the off season. They get themselves into trouble. So we'll talk about that. We're going to gas back for a little bit. Come back, refresh. It's an hour and 12 minutes into the program. First commercial break. Back after this. I told you, bro. There'll never be a crew full of millionaires like us. Bought a fanner cause I always wanted one Made a film with them ain't no one-on-one Got this watch and this watch is like a one-on-one All my millionaires, it ain't just one Have a few chains on, I don't have a one Bought a few houses and I never sleep at one and I can have ten cars and I went drive one And when you make it from the bottom, you the chosen one Free band millionaire The foundation Turning into something Yeah, I've been good at it Love Turn up Rich since birth Louis V. Tintilla Bought a brand new road Drive it like a four-wheeler Solid gold AP Flooded out with no pussy. Shining just like Miley. Woke up in a new Bugatti. Free little Kirkwood, young try to Free my white boy too. I woke up to another baby now. Been there and on gym too. You got goons around you. Hockey suits around me, fool. I'm young rich. From the bottom I came up and I can't lose. Bought a fountain cause I always wanted one. Made a film with them. Ain't no one on one. Got this watch and this watch is like a one on one. All my Millionaires, it ain't just one Have a few chains on, I don't have a one Bought a few houses and I never sleep at one And I can have ten cars and I went drive one And when you make it from the bottom, you the chosen one Hey bro, we from a different breed Different animal, different beast Street Teachers say we'll come out the sentence I said appeal, I'm too real Hey, you wouldn't understand Guilty by association, that's a lie. Liar. How dare you make that accusation? Hey. I'm an A1. Check my verification. Yeah. Do whatever to protect my reputation. Hey, make sure you tell them that. Yeah. Multifaceted. Uh. Business owner, uh. hustler. Work. Pump it up, inflation. Hey. Run your numbers up with it. Extra point escalation. Hey. How you spell dedication? Uh. What you know about determination? You know Salute the BET. Appreciate your nomination. R-I-A-A. Appreciate my certification. Got a job for a hater where your application. All the hate, really admiration. Hey. Bought a fountain cause I always wanted one. Made a film with them, say no one on one. Got this watch and this watch is like a one on one. All my millionaires, it ain't just one. Have a few chains on, I don't have a one. Bought a few houses and I never sleep at one. And I can have ten cars and I went drive one. And when you make it from the bottom, Fifteen after the hour, guys. Welcome back to the program. Ken Freeman Sports Talk Show Live Call ins at six six one four four nine 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 four. Here with Dave. Just talking about the Super Bowl fifty and what we like, what we didn't like. Um both sides of the football. Um, Panthers and Broncos yesterday. Uh, one of those games kind of just feel empty. But hap- we're happy for Peyton Manning 
and um, you know the Broncos defense what they were able to do yesterday. We have Kenise on the line here, and um, thank you for waiting. Appreciate it so much. Um, welcome back to the program, Dave. Uh, by the way, I don't even know why I play Future just now because. The only thing I really understood was chosen one because I can never understand what Future says in his rap. <laughs> I just never understand what he says. I might need closed captioning or something. Do I. I don't know. Nor do right? I. We need like subtitles. Yeah, I like. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, Kenise is going to put Kenise on. Welcome to the program, Kenise. How are you? Thanks for holding. Oh, thank you very much, very much. I've been listening to the show, and you guys have made some very excellent points um, from this Super Bowl, which was. Not the way that everyone expected it to be, but, of course, it still had a happy ending. But I just wanted to know really what your take is on the legacy of Peyton Manning now. Before this game, it looked like he was like Dan Marino with one Super Bowl. And then somewhere in the season, he went from being like the greatest player of all time to being benched, then he was a backup to Osweiler, then he got his job back. And in this game, it's almost like he became like a, a game manager, and then he went out on top, of course, with this defense. And being the first quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two franchises, going to the Super Bowl with four different coaches, this definitely tops off his, um, his I guess, the end of his career because um, we don't know if he's coming back and he has two rings just like Eli Manning now. So I just want to know what do you think that this ultimately does for his legacy, whether he comes back or decides to retire? Well, I would have to say, I mean, with or without this championship, I always thought he was one of the greatest of all time. Uh, You know, 200 uh, career wins, including the playoffs, is just quite the number. So it's hard to take away um, any of that. Um, You know, I remember a lot of years with the Colts. He's had some great years. But uh, unfortunately, it was always matched up against uh, the Tom Brady Patriots, which were always a a thorn in the side. So um, you always have to remember that. Um, Winning the Super Bowl obviously is going to add to his legacy. Um, Like I said before, I think we're slowly going to forget how the game went. Um, You know, it was definitely the defense that won that game. But – he did what he had to do, and you got to remember that, uh, you know, a Super Bowl win is a Super Bowl win, and uh, you can't take that away. So the, he's going to have two Super Bowl championships, uh, which is uh, big for his legacy. And I just think all the great regular seasons, um, the great years, uh, especially, you know, th- like I said, three years ago, uh, that's uh, the year they went against Seattle. Uh, they did not win the Super Bowl, but uh, he had such an amazing regular season, uh, just just when we thought he was done. So you got to take your hat off to him. I think he's going to be going down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Definitely helped his legacy, uh, getting that extra championship. And uh, in time, we'll forget. We'll forget that it was a a rough season for him. Uh, We'll just remember that he went out as a champion. Okay. And then you guys made a great point uh, that Cam Newton and probably Russell Wilson will be, will end up being the next, Peyton Manning and uh, Tom Brady. So that was a good take on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, me tell you one thing, Kenise. Let me tell you one thing, Kenise. I know the Giant fans are haters because it's always <laughs> Eli's got two rings and he's better than Peyton. And we've been hearing this for years now. You know, at the, at the Thanksgiving table, Eli's got two trophies. Peyton's got one. The older brother's got one. So now he's got two now. You know, they show, that, they show Eli's face. He's like, oh, God, Peyton's going to tie me down with two championships. So I know deep down I kind of burned Eli last night. You know, I just had that feeling. Giant fans could now put this thing to rest now. 
You know, Peyton's better than Eli. He always was. But Giant fans always, Eli's got two rings. Well, Eli's got two rings. But now, Eli, you know, now they both have two. So now we could all just put this thing to rest now, finally. For now. For now. For now. <laughs> Eli's still got some time but left. Eli, see? See what I'm saying, Kenise? Dave's a Giant fan. Yeah. So for now, we can put this to rest for the next eight months. So Eli's we'll over there. Yeah, you're... We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you so it. much. We appreciate it, and uh, you can always call back anytime we're on live. You can definitely call All back. All right, no problem. Please. Take care. You got it. That's uh, Anise calling in the show. That's pretty good by Anise, Dave. A uh, woman, uh, yeah, yeah. some football knowledge, right? You know, think, four different oh, coaches. I love that. Super yeah, Bowl, I love that. four different coaches. Yeah, I mean, you have Sasha Banks calling in here one day. I mean, I doubt Oh, it. man, I, I I don't know if I'd be able to compose myself, man. Honestly, <laughs> it's, uh, there's very what, few people that I get, like, starstruck. and question you would ask Sasha Banks if she could, was to call in the show? Uh, if she would marry me. Besides that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that, I would have that to dude ask really it. your boyfriend, right? Is that yeah, that's crazy? a good one too. Oh man, that's that's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What is what happened there? Um, you know, that's what I would ask her. But I, I'd probably ask her more about, um, you know, just her road uh, to getting to where she is. Uh, it didn't seem like a very long road uh, for her. You know, like you know, you have Paige who's like been wrestling since she was like a little kid. Right. Um, so it's interesting. I would love to hear her backstory and how, uh, you know, how she uh, came up the ranks and, you know, has reached the success. And, you know, hopefully at WrestleMania, you know, winning that Divas title uh, while we're there live to see it. So that'd be fantastic. And uh, can't wait to meet her at Access. That's going to be uh, that'll be cool. So uh, maybe we could just ask you the questions then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to have person. a microphone. I'm going to have a microphone. And uh, I'm gonna try to be all I'm gonna try to be all um, gassed up because I'm gonna have my microphone, my phone, and just <laughs> got the the you know have the um, what's that thing we're gonna get? Well, you have one already, the GoPro ready. So we're gonna be yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna take over Dallas. I don't care. We're gonna be we're taking over Dallas. Like Dallas has nothing on Kenford and Dave. I mean, it's it's we're gonna wreck <laughs> Dallas. We're gonna wreck. It's Dallas. gonna be like a wrestle. It's like a WrestleMania media days. Uh, before yeah. that, you know, for us, this is like our Super Bowl, and uh, you know, um, Sunday's the big event, and uh, leading up yeah. to that, you know, we have all the uh, meet and greets, this and that. Uh, you know, we're gonna just like in New Orleans, met a lot of people just walking on the street, you know, walking the streets, walk going to clubs, and uh, this and that. So it's almost like a media day, and it'll be fun. So, by definitely. the way, I know you got your ticket for NXT, Dave's sitting uh, front row NXT. I still haven't gotten mine yet. Tickets are kind of like kind of funky. I think I'm going to still get one anyway some way somehow. And I got invited to this party, Kevin Nash after party that night, that Friday night. I think it's like from 10 a 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Um, so a lot of meet and greets, a, a party right after NXT. Oh then, wow. Yeah. Wow. I think that one last be year too. That was off the charts. Off the chart. I can't see what happened on here because it's just embarrassing. Not to me, but <laughs> the wrestlers. But um, yeah. So if you're down to go after the NXT, it's just shoot oh, right for over. Sure. I think it's it's not yeah. even that far. Maybe ten, fifteen minutes. So gas hey, from I'm NXT down. and then headed over to the party till two a.m. that night. I'm down to rage that whole week. I just want to uh, just have a great time. I think it's just going to be such an awesome time, and uh, you know, just add to the memories. Uh, I think it's going to be a great week. I can't wait. So I'm ready to go. I'm going to be well rested, um, and then I'll uh, worry yeah, about sleep yeah. when, I get, when I get back to New York. 
Yeah, I was just saying I was just going to be on like a lot of Red Bulls, a lot of lot of different stuff I'm going to be on because <laughs> just to just to stay awake, man, it's just going to be one of those. I saved the email somewhere. I'm trying to pull it up right now so I could um so I can see it, but it's just like wow. So right after NXT we shoot right over there. That's going to be um something crazy. Yeah, it says uh Kevin Nash uh it's added to the shenanigans VIP party. Not even making this up. Shenanigans VIP party. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I bet you what Sean Waltman will be there. Uh, yeah, Scott the Hall. <laughs> Friday, April first at 11 p.m. to Saturday, April second, 2 a.m. So 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. So right after we finish NXT, whatever energy we have from yelling and screaming, we get, oh, over, yeah. get in the car and drive right over. Billy Gunn, Mean Gene, Okoye, Ken Anderson. The Trinidad, ODB, Al Snow, Headbangers, Tatanka, all those guys are special. Uh, they're going to be appearing. So it's um, that's what it is. Shenanigans, Dallas. Not even making it up. So that uh, sounds fun. <laughs> it sounds like a good time. So yeah, definitely. right after. Yeah, that, hope, yeah, hope to have some energy because I know uh, that that Dallas NXT is going to be, be breathtaking. It's going to be unbelievable. But uh, yeah, hey, you know you and might also the Hall be of Fame ha- the next day. Yeah, you might just have that energy too. You know, just that rush, just from uh, yeah, seeing such an incredible event. Yeah, and just party all night till I might have to take Uber after that night. I mean, I don't know if I'll be wow. Might have to take Uber and just leave that car yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah, because after that night, you just want to drink and celebrate, and then you still got oh whole, yeah, definitely. You got a whole Saturday plus the Hall of Fame that night, and then the special day on Sunday. It's just too much, man. It's just wow. Yeah. It's like even thinking about Raw, it's just like, I don't think I'm, I can do it. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to have the energy. Right. Uh, I, I would love to go and, you know, cap off the uh, the trifecta there, but it's just a lot. Definitely a yeah. lot. I remember cool. doing it for uh, New Orleans, and it was, I was just drained. I'd fall asleep at Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Too much. 26 after. Yeah, it's a little gas bag here. So, Rashawn McCoy in a fight with all duty cops. Shady. Getting it to fight with all three cops. It's Already. Already. It's early, too, man. You got a head start. Yeah. Got a head start. Yeah. Um, so, um. <laughs> not good. Two of them are in the hospital. Two, he put two of them in the hospital. Really? Yes. So, um, so, that's not good for him. He's going to be in charge. Charges pending, right? Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, man. Definitely a suspension at this point. Uh, don't know how many games. Um, something like that. Uh, you're in big trouble. Uh, you might get some jail time. Uh, no joke. So we're gonna have to watch that unfold. Great start to the off season. <laughs> you can't, you can't make this stuff up, man. You, I, didn't I tell you last show, right? Idle minds in the off season. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Oh man, cops in, 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 in the hospital already. So I don't know anymore. I I don't know. I don't know. They, I don't know. They never let us down. They never let us down. They give us uh you know what? You get worried about not having material to do the show uh with the NFL off season, you know, with no NFL games, but man, they give us plenty. Plenty. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable already. You can't make this stuff up. Nah. So I expect to retire Marshawn Lynch tweet if his cleats hang hung up like he was in like in uh, Hollywood Florida and like, you know, You'll see like California on the movies. You'll see like the sneakers high, hang up with on the on the poles. So Marshall yeah. tweeted tweet a photo of those. He was asked if he's gonna hang out. He's gonna, I guess, retire. And he told one guy, "Is your is your B gonna retire? Is she coming back?" So 
So, you know, Marshawn Lynch be Marshawn Lynch. So, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think Beast Mode does? Is he coming back or he's not coming back? What do you think Beast Mode does? Uh, as of now, it says his plans are to retire. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, he was a monster. So, he definitely has taken a beating. Um, he, he probably wants to go out with uh, his body still functioning. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of scary. It's money. Yeah. It's scary seeing all these um, young guys going out uh, at this point. Definitely seeing the change of the game. Uh, guys not staying till like they're 35 and crippled. So, yeah, I mean, good for him. He's he's won his Super Bowl. I think he's done enough. Uh, you know, whatever makes him happy. Uh, just make that make that choice and just let the team know. Give them enough time. I think they're okay with it because I think they have. I think they were going to move on uh, with Rawls anyway as their right. new feature back. So, you know, I guess instead of going to another team, he's just gonna, you know, call it a call it a day, call it a career. And I think it was a very good career. Johnny Manziel allegedly struck ex girlfriend Adam Shep tells Mike and Mike that he, the quarterback, has likely ruined his chances in the NFL. The league is not going to like this. Uh, Johnny Manziel refused rehab twice in the past week, and his father doesn't think he's gonna reach. At the ripe age of 24 So Johnny Is it him And his agent Just got rid of him too His agent just yep. Got all his ties with him That doesn't never happen Everyone close to them Never happens uh, So everyone get away. Starting to open. Yeah So What is the problem Here with Manziel Is he Needs help Is he the problem Like I think his playing days Might be done in the NFL If you ask me Yeah I don't even think uh, Jerry would even Tackle this one Which is surprising uh, Jerry uh, Jones Sign anybody he doesn't care what you've done, but it's just, it's a, it's a behavior that we've seen often. You know, it's not just a one-time deal. Uh, you know, he had the incident, uh, two other incidents with uh, uh, domestic disputes that we really don't know all the information on. So uh, it looks like this is just a pattern of behavior that's not good. And, you know, Roger Goodell is going to have pressure to uh, suspend him, regardless if he's on a team. Um I think it might be something that if he does come back to the NFL, he's going to have to, you know, serve a, a certain amount of game suspension. So that's going to take away from a team wanting to sign him as well. I just don't see what the point is. He's more of a headache than a solution uh, for any team. Right. So especially even if he's a backup, why would you want that headache as a backup? You know, someone that's not really producing on your team. It's, it's sad, but you know, he's, he's made his bed. So, uh, He's going to have to uh, sleep in it and uh, just deal with uh, his demons. He's going to need to get some help, and that all lies in his hands. He can't right. be forced. He can't be forced by his family. Uh, he's just going to have to uh, man up, maybe grow up, and figure out that he really needs help, or else his, his life's over. I mean, he's he's not even 24, and his life is going to be over just with the downward spiral. I, I feel like, you know, like you said, definitely going to be a 30 for 30 on this donk. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy ends up, like, you know, in jail or something. Uh, just, yeah. you know, in, she, in jail or, she, or she worse dead. To, she needs to, um, well, you know, it's funny because Von Miller and Texas and, you know, Johnny play together, Texas A&M. He put a picture up there on his Instagram liking Von Miller with that. But um, getting back to it, like, she needs to get rid of this guy. We were saying this before. Now another situation. Well, she definitely, uh, yeah, she definitely, they're broken up and she has a restraining order and everything um against them i think at this uh at the moment of this domestic dispute um they were already broken up so wow um, she's you know, off she's off wow she's off instagram too I'm yeah looking for her, but it says user not found 
Yeah, so, it's, uh, I mean, it's a, a picture, scary situation. It's a, it's a picture with the two of them, but I clicked on her. I was trying to pull it up so I can send you so show you what she looked like. But she's um, she deleted Instagram, so um, that's real, right? When Instagram is down, yeah. it's down, and and uh, Snapchat's every everything's removed and done. You're, you're just yeah, it's over. Trying to get away, trying to get out of that. Uh, that that's scary. Definitely pretty a girl, situation. pretty girl, man. But just you know, she needs to you know, it's 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 bigger than just money and fame and fortune. She just needs to get rid of him, and they they just need to be apart from each other. And um, she, you know, you don't want to take abuse from anybody, from any guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care, rich, brown, poor, whatever. Abuse is not is not a cool thing, man. And Johnny yeah. needs. It looks needs like she's going that. She went that route. It just looks like uh, Johnny. Uh, I, I don't even want to call him Johnny Football anymore. I want to call him uh, Johnny Off the Field Issues, and um, it looks like he's kind of just still pursuing it, you know, uh, the right. way it looks, uh, the right. way the details came out. So um, I wish her the best, and hopefully uh, she could just kind of get stay away from this donk and uh, he kind of leaves her alone. But uh, it's it's such a sad situation, man. It's an opportunity yeah. and money and fame and. Just yeah. squandered and everything. It's just another one of those instances where it's just you just shake your head and you're just like, why, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely sad. Before we take a b- quick break here, uh, six-year veteran played 16 NFL uh, played in 16 games last season, 21 catches, 327 yards, two touchdowns. His best season came in 2013 when he caught 47 passes, 835 yards, eight touchdowns. So the Eagles have cut ties with Riley Cooper. I'm not surprised. You surprised? No, not really. Um, I I was more surprised they kept him after uh, right. you know all those the shenanigans. Right. Yeah, the shenanigans. But um, I guess it's time. I guess they're trying to just clean house at this point, and uh, you know start new. And uh, it's it's a, I guess it's a good call. He really you know wasn't producing uh, that much. I don't right. think he was a star like that. And uh, it's definitely time to rebuild. Uh, get that team going in the right direction. Kind of get rid of the um, Chip Kelly, uh, you know, the remnants of his his uh, regime over there. So uh, it's a good start. We'll see what happens the rest of the offseason. Obviously, they're going to have to fill some uh, wide receiver spots, give uh, Matthew some help there. Because yeah. uh, we saw last year that he didn't produce the way we thought he would. But uh, there's still signs, you know. He still shows signs of, you know, being a good wide receiver. So give him another year, give him some weapons to help him out too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, rest in peace to X Games icon Mira, dead at age of 41 of an apparent suicide. Um, two kids and a wife. You just hate to see stuff like this happen, the suicide thing, you know. Um, you know, we, have, we all, you never know what goes on behind closed doors, but you just hate to see somebody take their life. You know, mental illness just just uh, not a good not a good thing not a good thing. It's sad too. And uh, is there any word if uh, his brain is going to be checked for uh, CTE at this point? Um, because um, he's definitely you know performing in the X Games, he's taken some spills and he's had his share yeah. of concussions. Right. So uh, that would be That's a good point. Thing that'd be interesting. Here. Yeah, that'd be you interesting. Because it's not just football. It's not just a football issue. I mean, it's just the concussion and hitting your head. Period. Uh, right. No matter how you do it. So uh, I, I would check that out. I mean, it would be nice if, you know, they can do that. And maybe we get more insight into what happened because um, it's definitely a very sad story. And it was shocking. I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't believe it when I saw that, um, saw the news. So hopefully we'll get some more insight in that. Yeah. 
35 after the hour. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll come back. A little bit about the NBA. Some breaking news in the NBA. And um, we'll come back back after this. Ken for Davis Sports Talk Show. has been fired. Rambus interim coach. Who would you like to be hired? Phil Jackson, Coach Tibbs, Coach Blatt. How surprised are you, Dave? Uh, D. Fish, getting the axe. I guess he's not Phil's boy after all, right? Uh, nah, not surprised. Had to happen. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just playing some bad basketball. And, uh, yeah, it was time. I, I, I didn't agree with the hiring from the get-go. Right, I just right. didn't understand what that was about, but I guess it was just kind of like an interim thing, I felt. So, yeah, it's time to move on. I heard uh, he wants to get his boy Luke Walton. We were talking about that. Oh, man. <laughs> I was just like, come on, please. Oh, yeah. So, Luke Walton, Glad Tibbs, Mark Jackson, who would you take? Yeah, he wants, uh, well, who I would want and what he would want is definitely completely different. He's already <laughs> said that he kind, of, he kind of wants someone that's close to him and that, you know, played oh, for okay. him. Fan so boys. that kind of narrows it down. Yeah, yeah, so I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, I would love uh, Tibbs, 
because of defensive mind. That's what the Knicks need. They need to get to that down to that nitty gritty uh, defensive minded teams, uh, you know, as they were back in the day when they were successful. And I would love right. to see that again. But um, I don't know. I, I have a feeling it might be like someone like Luke Walton or, you know, it's just uh, I would love Mark Jackson to come back too. you know, ex Nick. Yeah, that would be yeah. nice. That would be a nice story too. But it's all about this triangle. Phil Phil wants this triangle to work, so someone has to come in and and want to do that and uh, make that his offense. So it's it's a lot that's going to go into this. We'll see what happens with Rambis, uh, you know, coaching in the interim. But it seems like they want to hire someone this year, uh, not wait till the end of the year. It seems like mm. they're already on the hunt and looking to hire someone and get them ready. So we'll see. Oh, man, Knicks are falling apart. <laughs> so. Tibbs, Jackson, Blatt, um, Walton. I don't. I can't. I would Jeez. cross Blatt uh, off that list. Uh, <laughs> I don't see. Yeah, uh, he's just. I don't know. Uh, the talent's not there like he was in Cleveland, and they still can them there. I, I. I would say go with, you know, Mark Jackson. Tibbs would be a great, great choice. And uh, I, I don't know what Luke Walton. I mean, this guy had the great. That's the greatest team. He didn't even coach. I think he just sat there and just kind of chilled out, looked good in suits, and that's about right. it. That's all he had to do. Yeah. So uh, that would be a very risky hire, too, because then you might be in the same situation uh, as you were with Derek Fisher. Man, oh, man. You think Matt Barnes is looking for D-Fish now? Like, where are they at? Though? There's nothing stopping him now. <laughs> There's nothing stopping him now. That's it. It's on. Oh, that's what Derek man. Fisher was, that's the first thing I thought of, too. I was like, that's, there's nothing stopping uh, <laughs> Matt Barnes now. <laughs> oh, Unreal. man. You, yeah. I could see Matt Barnes out of a bush, like, looking at those memes. You know what I mean? Where they at, dude? Yeah. Pretty yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably so excited with that news. You can't. But, uh, make- yeah. Bar- Barnes is going to get himself in trouble. He's going to get himself kicked out of the league doing something you stupid. You saw he was at Raw last week? Him and his kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Buff unbelievable. Man. Oh, man. Maybe Mania. Fisher versus Barnes. God. Do that. Uh, maybe pre show. Everybody's hurt, right? Everybody's hurt. Why not? <laughs> and it never ends, man. The uh, shenanigans, the buffoonery, it uh, never ends. Worst tweet of the day: Steve Kerr is the same coach as Derek Fisher. Just one, just, just one, just had Steph Curry. Uh, who tweeted that? Yeah, I mean that was that was on Twitter. Worst tweet of the day. That's why I give it. Steve uh, Kerr, same coach as D Fish. One just had Steph Curry. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it goes a little more in depth than just Steph Curry, too. I mean, uh, Draymond Green is kind of, he's kind of okay. Oh, an okay player. Clay Thompson, eh, he's okay, too. (laughs) They got quite the squad over there. Uh, Big difference. And I mean, uh, Steve Kerr is, you know, proven to be a good coach because anybody could, you know, take over this team and, could go the opposite way, just not being able to handle, you know, the egos, uh, you know, having the right game plan. So uh, Kerr does something. Uh, I don't think they're the same coach. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you're the worst Tuesday. Worst tweet of the day. Yeah, I second that. Definitely second that. Um, Curry and Clay Thompson commit to the three-point contest. Um, you know, they were at the White House last week, and President Obama said Clay's got a better shot than Steph. 
What do you think? Better shot, better form? Who is the three-point contest? Oh, man, he's instigating. The president wanted to see this three-point contest, so he had to instigate yeah. there and make it happen. Good good job. I like it. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Definitely going to make the three-point contest very exciting, and it would be mm-hmm. great to see those two in the finals of the uh, tournament. So we'll see. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, it's hard to go against Steph. I mean, but he's going to have to stand by the line, right? Is he going to be able thing. to shoot from 40 feet away? Right, exactly. That's why I think Clay has the advantage. Because Clay normally shoots from the three line. You know what I mean? He doesn't shoot like way back where or wherever Steph shoots from. So I think that's where the advantage comes to Clay, I think. I think uh, now the question is does anyone do any one of them do a perfect, a perfect round? That would be cool. That would be something else, man. I would just be done. Steph Curry puts up a perfect a perfect round three point contest. I'm just done. I'm mailing it in this season. It's over. <laughs> uh, who do you think wins the contest though? You got Curry or Thompson? Who do you think? Man, that's tough. I mean, I, I guess I guess that you have to go with Curry at this point. Um, barely, but uh, it, it's hard to pick either one. I mean, any one of them. Uh, any one of the two could win easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends, you know, um, I guess how you're shooting uh, that day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could have an off day. Uh, it's definitely different shooting, um, you know, without a defender in your face. So uh, I, I think I think they're going to just both put up some sick numbers and, and meet in the final round there and uh, just wow the crowd. I think that's going to be the highlight of the weekend. Uh, there wasn't too much. I, I mean, who do you have? Uh, Zach Levine. I think is in the uh, dunk contest. Yeah. Um, is Drummond yeah. in there too? Or? Um, I'm Drummond. not sure. Yes, yes, Drummond yeah. is in there, yes. All right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the names don't interest me, but, uh, you know, they still could put on the show. I'm definitely looking forward, now that you mentioned that, um, to the three-point contest for sure for All-Star Weekend. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, see the NBA commish, um, Silver, Adam Silver, wants to uh, change the rule, the hack of flack. Hack of DeAndre, Hack of Shaq. He wants to change that rule, um, which is good. But I mean, it's good for the game of basketball because that just slows down the game tremendously. So I don't know what the ins and outs of that going to be, but they're looking to make that change ASAP. Um, you yeah, agree? I don't think you could do it this year. You have to wait it out. Um, I don't think it's fair to do something like that mid-season to make a major change in the rules. Uh, mm-hmm. In the middle of a, a season that's already going on, so I think you have to wait till next year to implement it. Uh, the logistics of it, have to find out what they would do. Uh, maybe it'd be a flagrant kind of thing, or mm-hmm. uh, maybe a technical foul. If but how, now it's also determining, how, you know, a foul. Is it was it intentional? You know, like a a hack a hack a DeAndre foul or just a regular foul. It's going to be up to the rest now to decide that. Uh, I think you're just kind of – it's a little scary. It's a thin line there. So uh, we'll have to see what the logistics are, are about that. Uh, definitely be better for the fans, that's for better. sure. So we don't have yeah. to watch that nonsense. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 47 after the hour. Can't forget the Sports Talk Show. Live call-ins at 661-449-9904. So a few things here before we wrap up today's show. Uh, Daniel Bryan set to announce his retirement on Raw tonight. Must 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 watch Raw. Um, also, will be on ESPN over the rope with Jonathan Coachman tomorrow night on ESPN Sports Center. 
So tonight, it's a must-watch row. I know Vince and Kevin Dunn will you know, come up with some awesome footage, a montage, deservingly so, for Daniel Bryan. Um, I'm, I'm glad I was there at WrestleMania in New Orleans to watch that. Um, Daniel Bryan getting his uh, send-off now, looking back at it, in-ring wrestling memories. Um, so thanks to Daniel Bryan for what he's done in Square Circle um, throughout his career, Indies, Ring of Honor, WWE, um, Saturday had to end this way or go this way. We know the doctors back and forth. His doctors are saying, multiple doctors, not just one doctor, multiple doctors are saying he's okay. WWE's doctors are not agreeing with that. So Daniel Bryan set to announce his retirement in a row tonight. That's huge, uh, Dave. Huge. Yeah, that's a big loss. I mean, even just the uh, thought of him coming back at any moment was, you know, very exciting for for the fans. Uh, just thinking, oh, maybe he'll come back at the Rumble. Maybe he'll be back for Mania. And now that's gone. And it's, it just looks like WWE does not want anything to do with him hurting himself again. Uh, right. Maybe putting him in a storyline and having to just completely scrap it again. Uh, just mm-hmm. like they had to do with the world title. They had to uh, have him vacate that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the following year with the Intercontinental title. Right. So it's, um, it's sad. Uh, I know he still wants to wrestle. So that's going to be interesting to see if he stays on with WWE. Maybe does like some announcing, uh, coaching, you know, stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. He could be an ambassador for WWE easily, uh, for uh, no doubt. But uh, maybe he just wants out uh, because they're not allowing him to wrestle, and maybe right. you know he's looking for another opportunity elsewhere. Uh, there are plenty of uh, plenty of other, um, you know. Uh, he could go uh, Ring of Honor, uh, Lucha Underground. The thing that scares me with those two situations are it's very um, intense wrestling. You know, it's very physical, and uh, with his inj- you know, him being injury prone like that, it's it's a big risk for him um, to go into those uh, those realms. It's not you know as you know WWE is a little on the softer side uh, when it comes to their wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I mean, yeah, like you said, seeing him at uh, New Orleans for the main event, uh, for the opening match and the main event, which was fantastic. That was a lifetime dream, uh, seeing that. I still have the confetti that I collected from um, yeah, when he I won the too. title. Yep, yeah, so I still have that. Uh, it was just such a great, great, great time. And uh, I got to see him the following month as well uh, against Kane at uh, Extreme Rules which right. was cool uh another cool match right so uh yeah it's been a it's been a pretty good career i i've definitely followed him i saw a lot of his indies matches and his ring of honor matches which are fantastic definitely great matches and i know he wants to get in the ring with uh shinsuke nakamura which would be a dream match because those guys uh have similar styles um looks like he kind of got his style uh, you know his in-ring style from him so it would be pretty cool to see that. Uh, probably won't happen now that he's with NXT, but we'll see. I mean, uh, only time will tell. This can't be a swerve or a work, right? This is he's. This is oh it, man, right? I don't know. That's I. I think about that as well. Uh, you know, maybe he comes out to uh, announce retirement. Someone comes out and attacks him. You know, you never know. Yeah. Um, you never know with uh, Vince and WWE. It would be a great swerve, but uh, for some reason, I just don't think it is. I don't think I it think is too. All the retweets, yeah, all the retweets, and the favors, and on Twitter right now, I just, I just don't see them messing around with this stuff, right? And him going to be on ESPN tomorrow. I don't think he'll put out a message on his Twitter account saying this. And um, thirty thousand, thirty thousand retweets, twenty thousand 
uh, favorites. Wow, and that so, just came out too. That just and, came and, out, and that was that was that was two hours ago. Thirty thousand wow. retweets. So what does that tell you, right? It, it can't. It, it couldn't be a work. I don't. I don't think it could be a work. I really don't think it could be a work. Um, It'd be quite impressive if it was. That would be uh, pretty intense. But and WWE um, yeah. just put something up. Take a look back at Daniel Bryan's career photos. So yeah, I don't think I don't think this could be a work at all. Doesn't seem that way. Nah. Uh, I, it's gonna be. What do you think happens tonight? I mean, a montage. They're gonna let him speak from the heart. Um, shoot, shoot, uh, interview kind of like thing. He just goes out there and just says says what he it's on his mind, and he's not off limits to anything. You think Vince give him the time tonight? Yeah, I think so for sure. You have to, um, especially you know you're not clearing the guy. Uh, three of his doctors say that he's good to go, and you're still not clearing the guy, and he just wants to wrestle. And um, you got to at least give him that. Uh, let him go out there. Uh, I don't want to see uh, Miz TV or any garbage like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want him to go out there solo, uh, just, you know, be in the ring with the fans. Uh, he's going to get quite the ovation. Just hearing that music come on is going to be insane. Uh, the yes chants are going to be just, it's going to be a very o- o- overwhelming feeling for him. He's going to have goosebumps. And uh, it's definitely going to be an emotional time for him. So I, I want to see that, you know, I want to see the raw emotion. I just want to see him yeah. uh, in the ring and, and just, you know, speak from the give heart. Him, give him his time, no script, yeah. nothing. Just just yep. shoot from how he feels, tell it raw as it is, and maybe left out door open, you know. You know, so maybe he's done with WWE, but maybe he wants to wrestle somewhere else. We don't know. So um, this is going to be interesting raw, man. It's going to be a really interesting raw. I'm glad. Well, I'll be missing it, but I'm, I got a T-vote. So I come home tonight, open the bottle of champagne, which I didn't crack yesterday. I'll have some pasta, and I'll eat that, and I'll watch raw tonight because I'm not waiting for Hulu tomorrow because this thing is it's it's going to be one of those raws. Because a lot of people are going to be tuning in now. So at least they should make raw an interesting one, to say the least. Building yeah. Fastlane and now Daniel Bryan. This guy's a huge following, huge crowd. Um, he, he's huge. He's big time, man. Daniel Bryan's big time. So I know a lot of marks are going to be tuning in, a lot of reporters, a lot of guys going to be tuning in. So Raw should be a must-watch Raw tonight, to say the very least. So, And we'll see what happens with Roman Reigns, too. They're trying to break up him and Deep and uh, Ambrose. I don't know. It's, just turn Roman heel. If you guys are going to boo him, whatever. Just turn him heel already. You know what I mean? So you have to sit through this thing. Um, hopefully Wyatt comes back and, and, and I don't know, they're pushing Braun Strowman because Vince loves Braun Strowman for some reason. He's and just he like the her, big guy. Yeah, Taker and Braun Strowman. I don't want to see that. Cena uh, might be back. Cena or Taker, maybe. I don't I don't know. Who knows? You know, Cena heals pretty quickly. So, um, <laughs> who knows at this point? <laughs> Superman Cena. Who knows at this point? So, Daniel yeah. Bryan's announcement, Raw. Um, NFL season is over, so 213 days till week one. Um, your boy Talib, man, he was like, he was telling his boo, hey, you want to get it in tonight? So he's uh, like, uh, he like, hey, you looking beautiful that, right? tonight. You looking yeah. beautiful tonight. We gonna yeah. get it in. We gonna get it in. <laughs> so Talib, congrats to Talib. He was geeked up. He he busted his ass on the podium though. You saw that, right? No, um, no, I missed. I hey, I turned once it was done. I, I mean, it's I was, pretty funny. Was, you gotta I, go on YouTube and saw that. He's going up um, to prime time on the guys in NFL Network, and he just wipes out, falls, and gets <laughs> right back up. Yeah, it's the funniest thing ever. And what uh, what happened with uh, Von Miller? He said, he's like, F Disney. 
He was oh, like, F he? Disney. I'm going to the strip club. Oh, man. <laughs> Keeping it real. Tell you, bro. Oh. He's off season. This guy's getting in trouble, man. That's what he do. That's what he do best. Yeah. He's did a you, character. Did you, did you see that thing I sent you with that old grandfather, that old hick? That was crazy. Breaking the TV like that? that? You saw that, Doc? <laughs> I could not believe did it. I was like, that? I thought he was going to hurt his back picking up that. the TV. Like, throw it down on the floor and smashed it. The game wasn't yeah, even over. hammer, throwing pizza God. on it. I mean, fans, you know, you fans, man, fans just buy all the stuff, this good stuff. Fans buy jerseys, TVs, and he just burn it. They break it up. They look like idiots. Von Miller, they don't care how you feel. And Newton, those guys don't care how you feel. Those guys are well dressed. Oh. They go to the strip club, party. They go to the islands tomorrow. You're, you're now you're stuck with no TV. The mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like losing money. Like, yeah, oh, come on. Take the emotion away from the game. Take the emotion away. The guy's a donk. Hey, the internet the, the internet always wins. Donks always win. Flawless wins. victories. Yeah, always, hey, you know. I'm done. I mean, McCoy putting cops in the hospital now. The season just ended. You know, like, so I don't know. I don't know anymore with these guys, man. Just got to babysit these guys for another eight months. Eight months. It's going to be a wild, wild off season. So we'll and then I guess you put uh yeah so you just put up Cormier versus Jones set for UFC 197 on April 20th. Hell yeah, can't wait for that one. That one's gonna be a really good fight. Uh, be... We'll see how Jones is looking good. Oh man, I, just watching on train. Jones won the last. It is time, a rematch. Right? Yep, J- yep. Jones beat him the uh, last time, um, pretty convincingly too. So um, it was, and then uh, having the Cormier Rumble match uh, with Cormier winning. Uh, that was kind of surprising to me, too. I thought Rumble would take that one, but uh, Cormier looked really good. So we'll see. Uh, they have uh, they don't hide their feelings about each other. Uh, they have a pretty big beef. Um, they just d- do not like each other at all. So uh, Jones and Cormier is going to be a nice treat. Uh, you also have uh, the Dos Anjos and uh, McGregor fight coming up in March, March 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a, a, f- a phenomenal match. I believe that's for the uh, the lightweight title. So uh, it's going to be a, a, a good few weeks for uh, UFC. Uh, definitely, uh, I always tune into that. Try to get you into that. I always try to keep you posted uh, on you know. On the yeah, fight. yeah. I was watching the last it, one you sent that FX one, the free one. I was yeah. watching. I think was that the football. I was watching that on the little on the little screen. So yeah, I'm getting into that, which is yeah, good. It's always so, a good, um, good product. Yeah, good product. Um, some good stuff coming up. We'll see. More output from Super Bowl 50, what happens with Cam, this whole nonsense moving forward. Daniel Bryan should be interesting. Fastlane coming up. You have Ride Along. I haven't really watched that yet, so that should be interesting. Uh, maybe I'll t- maybe I'll TiVo um, over the top, over the rope with Jonathan Coachman tomorrow night. Let me keep an eye on that, see how that goes. And then this whole FX thing, OJ, people versus OJ, is pretty good. I like it. I started watching the first one. I watched the first one last week, Tuesday. Tuesday's at 9 or 10 o'clock, I think it is, on FX. It's pretty good. I gotta check it out. If, I gotta check yeah, it out. Yeah, haven't, uh, have, uh, haven't watched have it. Yet. F- yeah, if you have FX now, you can download all the episodes too. It just started last week, so um, it's pretty good. I like it so far, so good. I definitely tune into that. And also the show called um, Outsiders. It's pretty good. Like a little hillbilly show. People from the hill. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This has um, on, on WGN from Sons from Sons Opie, of Anarchy. Opie, yeah, Opie, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked pretty so good. Two episodes deep. I t voted last time. I watched it. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Based in Kentucky, people from the hills versus the people from the bottom of the hill, the sheriffs, the bad versus evil, of course. Some good things going on right now on TV to watch. And, you know, obviously, 
uh, Walking Dead's coming back, and all Empire, and all those, all those shows are coming back. So it's uh, yeah, not a football. For, uh, it's all about shows. How to Gotham. get away with murder? How to yeah, get away you with know? murder? Coming back. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be some good shows. Some good shows. So, uh, Daredevil coming out soon. I think Daredevil uh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, soon so. in the, within the next, I think next month. Yeah. That new, that new season will be out. So. We got some a lot, of, uh, a lot of good things. A lot of good things happening. TV making a comeback. It's been barren yeah. since uh, you know the holidays, so it's been tough. Yeah, definitely. Got to catch up on my shows. Definitely, definitely. Maybe some snow the next couple of days too, right? They're talking about some snow. Here yeah, quite possibly. Days, you never so, know. Uh, we'll keep an eye on you never that. Never know too. with these weather, man. They're causing a, a fake panic just to uh, get people to the supermarkets. <laughs> oh we'll man. See. Yeah. Well, today was good. Um, Good show. Thanks for the call as well. And um, yeah, man, it was, it was a good time. Good time today. And I've got an hour to get to work, so I've got some time in my hands. So pleasure as always, man. Today was good. And, yeah, uh, man. Always a good time. Good time. No, you got the rest of the day to enjoy now. I got to work now. So yeah, um, I'm going to go hit up the gym and uh, cool. call up uh, some buddies, see what's up. Maybe go out for a drink or something and, uh, you know, just chill out. Just enjoy my Monday. Going to be on the grind starting Wednesday. So I'm working Wednesday through Sunday. On the road uh, to WrestleMania. Yeah, some doubles in there too. So it's going to be a, a nice, you know, 45, 50 hour week. So Absolutely. time to enjoy yeah. it now. Yeah, you and me both. I'm working today through Saturday. At today through Sunday, there's no days off. I'm working yeah. every single day. Yeah, so that's, that's what it that's, is. That's what it is. The mania. And then we're done. We're done. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> then we're going to have a grand old time. Yeah, it's gonna be epic. GoPros, record everything, pictures, posts. It's gonna be. We're gonna take over Dallas, man. It's gonna be. It's gonna be epic, 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 epic. So, looking forward to it, man. But pleasure as always, man. I'm sure we're gonna chat during the week. Oh, definitely um, for sure. Always, and um, try to get this mic up and running too. So, um, let me know with uh, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely. Maybe I just come by you and. Uh, yeah, daytime, we'll set something up. Usually, uh, whenever, yeah, usually, uh, whenever usually around in the daytime, so. We'll Maybe tomorrow out. because uh, tomorrow he should be back early and uh, I'm not I'm off of work too so yeah we'll set something up for sure definitely man all right man enjoy the rest of your day all right, dude. Yep. thanks for listening I'll see you guys soon Kenford Abrams Sports Talk Show thanks for listening we're out.